Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash swoopsworld. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com forward slash swoopsworld. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Swoops World, right here on the new Talk Story Radio Network. Swoops World, where you get all you need to know about arts, culture, news, and happiness. Our number, if you want to give us a call tonight, is 562-912-3444. You can always email us at swoopsworld at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Once again, if you want to give us a call, that number is 562-912-3444. Now just sit back and enjoy Another edition of Swoops World on the new Talk Story Radio Network. Of Swoops World Late Night. It is Wednesday, May 28, 2014. How's it going, Peter? It's going good. We're happy to have Steve Delamater in as our guest tonight. Uh, welcome back, man. What's up, Swoop? Peter? Good, good to have gone. you, brother. <laughs> is, he, uh, is he off, man? Uh, he's really low. Really low. Uh, Check his volume. Low, low, low. Low, low, low. Low, low, low. Maybe standing closer. Is that better? That's a little bit better, yeah. Bumped him a bit. Yeah, man. Well, we got a full night ahead. We got Steve Delamater. We got, uh, of course, we have uh, Anthony Davis will be calling in. And just got a message that Angela Madsen, as well as Tara Remington, will be calling in from the high seas. Which is freaking amazing. Yeah. (laughs) For any of you who may not have been following that, uh, was it? Two years ago, uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Uh, a week ago last Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. About a, oh. about a, yeah, they left a week ago last t- Tuesday. Oh, it seems like they've been gone. Well, they were going to leave on the Thursday. Oh, that's Thursday. right, that's right. Yeah. Either way, these two took off from the coast rowing a boat to, to Hawaii. Yes, indeed. And if you check out their Rove Life website, you will see that they've made up quite, they've made quite a distance. They've, yeah. They're traveling. Uh, of course, if you expand that map out and you go, wow. <laughs> it's a long ways to go. It's a long ways to go. But, but they are, uh, they've gotten past the islands, which, as they both said uh, when they were here two or three weeks ago, uh, getting past the Channel Islands was a big deal. Right. Because if they get out there and get, then they were safe. They were, they were out of the shipping lanes, more or less, and then they were... Uh, they didn't have to worry about winds pushing them Back on, in, yeah. and they have done that. And uh, check it out, Roll of Life. If you go there, you can find a link to their uh, that will open up like where they are right now, how fast they're going, and uh, it it's it's pretty damn impressive. <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, I'm like that's just. Whew. I mean, I went on a 45 mile ride today, and I feel sort of good about myself. <laughs> And I didn't ride off into the oblivion where, you know, you know, like, 
if I'm yeah, yeah, worst case scenario, I'd have like gone to a gas station and called my wife or called Swoop here and said, "Hey, please come pick me up." These guys can't do that. It's and they are hundreds of miles already off the coast of California. So. It's, uh, it's Badass awesome. shit, for so sure. Looking forward to talking to them. That'll be uh, very cool to chat with them. And, of course, uh, T-Bone's timeout and all the other things that go along with that. Yeah. yeah. How's your week been? Uh, too bad, you know. A little ups, a little downs. All good. Yeah. I did get a ride in today, as, yes, I, as I alluded to. Um, but you got a major ride in. You got 70-something in. Mm-hmm. 72? 74. What was it? 72 point something or other. Uh, hey. Sunday's nice ride. And that's uh, your longest ride to date, isn't it? That, or not. That is my longest recorded ride to date. Uh, I think my ride to the Oceanside might have been a little bit longer because I uh, forgot <laughs> you had to start, some, some back And he has some backtracking there, too. This is official. <laughs> it's official, man. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Good for you. So it, was, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was a blast. Uh, it's just a good time out there, man. You know it is. Uh, the exception was on the, uh, on the San Gabriel River. They had those big, uh, what do they call those big pockets of gnats. Oh yeah, and, just, and you just when you think they're no, they're no, they're no longer around, <laughs> you hit another. <laughs> so you, that's where you have to ride with your head down yeah. and your mouth <laughs> closed. Close. Mouth yeah. closed, no mouth breathing. <laughs> Don't do that. Other than that, that was all good and uh, well, good times. I'm looking forward to the the next the next long one. So. Um, but, you know, you said you're going to try to knock out about 80 this week. Well, you know, the Wicked Witch from the West, <laughs> otherwise known as my mother-in-law, <laughs> is showing up here in two days. And uh, my wife has made it clear that she doesn't want me around. <laughs> I've made it clear. Fun? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I have a habit of saying what I think. And that doesn't always go over well. So she said, you should go get busy. So I'm going to get busy. Yeah, I'm going to. And. What better way to get busy than on a bike? I'm going to go, I hope. Are you taking the... Uh, I'm doing 80. Taking the Cannondale? Or the, uh, you've been I'm doing a lot on the Rivendell. I, was, I rode the Rivendell, and I'm noticeably slower on the Rivendell, which I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, but I am on a time crunch, because while my wife said be away for a while... Come back soon. Come back soon. <laughs> pick up little kids, because she's got work to do. So... Uh, I, I will be riding the Cannondale, which is kind of nice. It's kind of why I did that. That's why I rode the Rivendell, because Rivendell's heavier, it's slower, it's a casual ride. Now, it's, it's sort of like putting the fungo on the bat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when I get on that Cannondale, I am flying. So, I'm, I'm definitely doing 80. And, you know, if the winds are with me and I got a little bit of luck and I get going, under, I might go for 100. You know, 100 uh, miles, not 100 metric. <laughs> well, the cool thing about when my ride on Sunday, uh, going down, uh, up, whatever, going up, the <laughs> going, yeah, going up, uh, going up, the river, uh, I had the wind in my back. Yeah. But uh, Rio Hondo in LA was hellish. It was, it, oh, it was so. It was, you know, you know it, listen, after after the, uh, the, the Oceanside ride. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't it wasn't that kind of headwinds and what you guys experienced on the way to Huntington Beach wasn't that type of headwind, but it was consistent yeah. and, and uh, it was just enough to make you remember that you're riding into yeah. Heaven, you know? Today it was hellish. Today there were points where if I had stopped pedaling, heading southbound, heading downriver, if I had stopped pedaling for too long, I just would have stopped. stopped. <laughs> I mean, the wind was blowing hard enough that I would have just stopped and fallen over. I mean, it was. That it was blowing that hard, so that wasn't the nice part of it. But uh, you know, 
I knew that heading out. Yeah. I, as I, yeah, I felt it. Yeah, yeah like I knew when I was. You're, when you're heading, uh, heading up at a good click, you know the way back. Is yeah, yeah. And that's, it's okay. That's a, you know. You just gotta, the thing about that is you got to make sure you enjoy it when it's behind you. Yeah. The problem my kids make, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so awesome. You know, I'm so good. <laughs> and then they have to turn around. And they're like, oh, my God. It's hard. So you have to you have to appreciate when the wind's behind you yeah. so that you can, you know, tolerate the agony of riding against. It's all good, man. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and come back and uh, get talking with our guests here. What do you say? Sounds good. You listen to Swoops Roll on Talk Show Radio Network. And uh, let's see. Get this all queued up here. We're going to take a quick break, come back and talk to Steve Delamater. And this one is um, from Steve. This is called Hold On. Back after this. from left me here blinded and dumb and if you hesitate then I'll eagerly wait right here where you belong let's sail away even though I don't know your name I don't care who you are let's go stare at the stars cause I find you Charmingly strange You gotta hold on Baby Something about you Is running away You gotta hang tight With me bravely You gotta hold on Baby hold on Let me entice you there's virtue in your own vice Just ignore what they say And we'll go frolic in May Every day's another roll of the dice So make your play Don't you know you got me like spades though I bluff and I shiver as I'm flushed down the river But please won't you let me repay ya Gotta hold on, baby Something about you is running away You gotta hang tight with me bravely You gotta hold on, baby, hold on There you go, counting the hours Till we say adieu Chagrin, I don't speak Hebrew Why am I so afraid That if I tell you the truth That you'll just run away Remember how we used to mingle Now we're scattered like shingles But hold on As love wears on Gonna pick up all the pieces as I search for a reprise of all the jingles that we used to make. 
dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council so I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the (laughs) ShelterPetProject.org. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Hey, there's a sharp phone on the wall, and you're listening to Swirl. And welcome back to Susser on the Talk Show Radio Network. And as we said earlier, we're happy to have as our guest, a return guest, uh, Steve Delamater. How's it going, Steve? It's going great, Swoop. How are you, Doing man? great, man. I'm not getting him, Peter. Are we gonna... No? Not even here? Um, not even now? You sure he's unmuted? Hello? He's unmuted. I'll just talk like this the whole time. <laughs> Is there, did the, wait, wait. Did the mics get switched? You need me to go me stand that. over there? No, no. No? Does that work? No? Yes? No? Yeah. Gotcha. Near? This mic and that mic must Near? have switched. Yeah, you're perfect. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, he's good. All right, so uh, this is the part where I talk? Is yeah, okay we're, 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 we're back there All now. Right. Tell, right. uh, tell our guests, uh, like I said, we, you've been here quite a few times, and it's always good to have you back. We always have a great time, but then, uh, you know you've been making a lot of new music and stuff, but uh, let's start from the beginning a little bit. So for those who don't know you, tell them a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you got started in music. From the beginning. Uh, I'm a Pasadena native. Hey, there's a sharp phone on the wall. You listen to this world. Now, I've been making waves with you guys for a while also, if I can say so. But, um, yeah, just over the last uh, year, possibly over the last few months, more particularly, I've been doing more stuff. Uh, working on uh, just learning the business aspects of the music things, assembling crews, realizing that if you're going to be a musician in L.A., you have to be more than just an artist. You need to be more of an entrepreneur. You need a whole team of people who are willing to just show up and MacGyver their ways into whatever they can <laughs> do for you. So, um, yeah, have a, an EP coming out that's uh, that's in post-production right now. You guys will I'll, I'll probably end up premiering some of it right here on Swoops <laughs> World when it's Woo-hoo! done. And, 
got that going on. Been playing a lot of shows over the last uh, few months, and um, been doing that for my solo work. Been playing in my band, Kleptocrats, which has been, uh, you know, coming up in the scene. Whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> these little weird phrases people use still now. Like, if, how long have people? How long have you known people use that phrase? Like in the scene, and how long has that phrase been meaningless? To you? <laughs> you know? um, but you know what that shows? Oh, is that you're part of the scene? Exactly. Oh, the very okay. fact that you can say that means that it's you're like now. Saying, hey, are you in the business? You in the, you in the business? Oh, that's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's it mean to be cool? It's like, is <laughs> yeah. it because other things are less cool, and you're up there, and just because everybody wants something to be cool, is it it's all relative. that much less cool? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just hard to... I'm getting off topic. Yeah, so we've been playing a lot, and uh, that's been a lot of fun. Which is good, because I think the last time we talked to you, hmm. you hadn't been playing a lot. You'd been doing a lot of like recording, and you were sort of an in-between. You weren't playing live a lot, if well, I remember right. Well, yeah, now there's no in-between about it. We are playing now, <laughs> and uh, it's been, that's good. been a lot of fun. My buddy, John Royball, who is... Uh, I play the guitar he plays the computer and it <laughs> works out uh pretty well um he is notorious for wearing sandals during our live performances you can ask him about it when you see him uh it, it works by sandals what do you mean sandals it's just like you know sand, that's like not crocs a euphemism sort of thing or i've no, not like really like crocky it's just kind of just like tongs, but people don't say tongs anymore either. They flip just flops. say sandal flip flops. I don't know, man. Like everything is a, like like uh, the, the, what see flip flops is okay. Yeah, but sandals I don't know about. What's the difference? Wait, maybe okay. Educate me here, here, Peter. Like what's a flip? Are we gonna? All right, we're looking at flip flops. All right, but sandals have like the extra dealy on the back that lasts too much. Yeah, yeah. How's that too much? You're like we're gonna run through the desert. Yeah, it's just, it's just. It's like kind of boy scouty. Is that what it is? Now, if you're going river rafting, sandals are good because flip flops get flipped off. Oh, then that's not cool. But if you're playing the guitar or the computer, uh-huh. and you, but you know what? Seriously, I mean, depends what he's playing. And so he's, you know, if he's, if he's could work. He's not wearing Birkenstocks, is he? I don't look at his feet that much. <laughs> you're the one that mentioned. Yeah, you brought it up. Man. We <laughs> didn't bring this up. We didn't bring this up. Everybody else brings it up. It's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why does your rabbit wear these things? I don't know. But looking at his feet and playing music the whole time. Um, I wasn't expecting to be talking about my bandmates' feet for this long period or sh- of time. Or, or, or shoes. Or shoes. For whatever. Is apparel. On, or the, anything below his ankles. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Would, you, would you prefer to stick below his waist? Uh, I, uh, I where, no, where are you no, going with this? I'm not really. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting far too silly right now. <laughs> uh, kleptocrats. So, myself and my buddy John. Where have you been playing? We have been playing in the Pasadena and Silver Lake area around uh, Lot 1 up in Echo Park, Silver Lake, Old Town Pub, around there. And uh, yeah, just just uh, what sort of what sort of venues are these? Big, small? What sort of crowd uh, you get? They're kind of more small, small, <laughs> big, small. Uh, well, well, we, I won't fool you, man. I saw him at the House of Blues. Now that was a solo performance, but I did see him at the House of Blues. Oh, all right. Well, that was that was that was just me, and I thank you, Swoop, for making it up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> just messing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Had. Um, yeah, my uh, bongo player, Britton McCorder, really 
talented percussionist was up there with me for that performance, yeah. and my uh, my brother-in-law, trumpet player Taylor Wielden, who also plays in a Veterans of Future Wars, very cool band. You get to check them out on the interwebs. Um, Kleptocrats will likely be playing shows with them in the coming months. So, um, yeah, but that's uh, yeah. To answer your question, they're they're smaller-ish, you know. Just a, just a spritz of small. Yeah, no, no, I didn't mean so much size. I meant like so. What was uh, singer songwriter? They oh, oh. what sort of what's the vibe? The vibe. We're kind of uh, more yeah, some kind of an electro rock kind of <laughs> outfit of sorts. But um, you know, picture little white stripes and a little ratatat kind of thrown into the mix, and that's uh, what you get. And uh, we both sing a little, we both play a little, and it's all harmonious and fun. And there's sandals involved so, <laughs> but yeah. not by you you, you no, do, I don't, you no i don't i don't do that i mean I'm not you disdain sandals <laughs> i didn't no i didn't sit, say i hate sandals all right that's i just just put myself out there so so especially no like but, but especially like no sandals and socks together. That's just a, yeah, that's, 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 just that's a total atrocity right <laughs> there. Totally. Unless you're wandering around uh, Disneyland. Unless you're like a Japanese really like samurai <laughs> geisha sort of thing, then okay. No, no CrossFit socks. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> no, no, for sure. So we have to. So Kleptocrats has to dress as, as shoguns. Exactly. You could. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I don't know how weird. that's gonna work for you guys though. Well, I, you know. I don't, how, how good are you guys with the sword? I I, I have an axe. <laughs> <laughs> just stay away from the samurai yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah, um, it would probably go pretty pretty terribly if we had a. Do we have to wear like face paint and stuff? No, no, no that's the geishas that do that. Oh, all and right. Kiss. No. Oh, on kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane clown posse. Yeah, yeah. It's been done, so, man. Yeah, I can't, I don't know. Skip it. You're so, you're so beyond that. No. You guys don't want to go see ICP next time they're in town? No. No? No? No, no juggalo Kiss action either, no. <laughs> All right. That's where it's happening, man. I'm just, just saying. Yeah. Oh, this is... <laughs> this is not where you pictured the whole interview going, is it? He goes, how did we get down here? Nope. He, had a, he had a script, he had a plan, he was like, this is what we're going to focus on. We messed you up, sorry about that. No, it's just, this is my, my cover of, uh, of Miracles by Insane Clown Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. How did you, uh, you've been working on the new EP, mm. um, how's this process been going for you? It's been different, but very fun also. Uh been recording so long for a while where you're just kind of stuck in your head with certain ideas thinking it has to be a certain way and you get into certain habits particularly bad habits that you don't realize are bad habits until you start working with other people on a higher end production and they hey hey they say hey steve that's stupid so stop doing that so you did that the last three songs yeah right <laughs> you're gonna keep doing that <laughs> it's, it's, it works. It works. <laughs> so that's been the fun process um, with uh, my producer Mike and my engineer Kevin, my uh, and Taylor getting in there. Uh, it's it's been really cool with the production right now because there are parts where I get in and I have ideas with the songs, and then I show them a little bit of it, and then they say, "Hey, well maybe we can try this," and then it's like, "Okay, we can," and then 
portions of songs where I just have no clue what to do, and then they take it almost entirely into their own hands. It's like, well, maybe we can, you know, throw some glitter on it right here and then just be pretty neat. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have thought of doing that. Um, not that it's like a super glittery production that I'm doing right here, but um, though we have been talking about the Insane Clown Posse for the last <laughs> half hour, uh, you know, but that's been the coolest part of getting in the studio, just um, being able to comfortably let go of certain aspects of the creative process with other people that you trust. Yeah. And so, um, so you, you've been working with other people. <clears throat> what have they been doing? Like other people playing with you or um it's kind of been a small group of people that have been helping me work on it my producer is uh, mike macias my engineer is kevin chavez they're in a band called endangered machines another very cool band everybody should check out and my brother-in-law taylor wielden who's the trumpet player for veterans of future wars um it's pretty much been the four of us in terms of all the production work uh you know uh, Kevin did has done a spectacular job just mixing, mastering everything, just really honing in on his craft. Mike, production end, he did all the drum work for it. He's, you know, he doesn't call himself a drummer, but he got in there and just, you know, stepped up to the plate for it. Taylor did a great job doing all the horn lines, just bringing in a different element, you know, bringing out different aspects of the songs that I didn't even know were there. And so that's uh, that's been really rewarding and. You know, I feel grateful to be able to work with them over the last couple months on this project. So, and I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, the end product is. Speaking of end product, uh, we're talking about a uh, theme song. Oh, right. yeah, we mentioned something about right. that, didn't we? Yeah, not ever. We knew an artist. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're calling me out right You've been on Swoops World like five times. Right. You should not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're gonna. He's just making stuff up now, right now. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> hey man, don't call us. We'll call you. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's gonna sound like an ICP song. So. <laughs> <laughs> The new stuff you've been working on, it, it, um, based on like based on the stuff that most of us know from your older stuff, uh, uh, you know, like AZ Shuffle and uh, Little Miss Monkey Feet and all all the things in that cool in that era. Um, <laughs> is there is there a similarity to it, or did you go a different, completely different direction? Uh, what's what's with the new? Uh, what can people expect? These songs are a little more mellow and nostalgic. Just for my first uh, high fidelity release, I wanted something that was small but cohesive, and the, the grouping of songs that I picked were more along those lines, and uh, what I felt comfortable with. They're, uh, you know, the general theme is just kind of coming of age kind of stuff, and you know, just thinking back on times when you were, you know, younger and it didn't hurt getting up a giant hill at the end of the Santa Fe Dam. <laughs> uh, I went down to hurt. <laughs> I assumed it would. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the general theme of it. And, uh, you know, it's a, a little bit different from other stuff I've played on here. 
you know what other stuff, other songs that people might know me for, but it's just one of something I wanted to just get out there and release, and you know, just you know, just have it be out there for the universe to receive, however it may, you know, take it. Uh, we're coming up on a break. Did you want to play something for us into the break? Um, I'll play one of the songs from the EP. All right, you're listening to Swoops Road on the Talks Radio Network here with Steve Delamater. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. 
Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Look for a little ride. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. we got to talk. Let's take a drive. List and promote real-time talk radio topics. Or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. That's what I call real drive. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. Black Whiskey Union. My name's Britt. I'm Jim. Wessie. And you're listening to Swoop's World. It's one of our favorite radio stations, so keep listening, y'all. Whoopee.
Peter, they were pretty good, man. We had yeah. a good time with them. So uh, get a chance to check them out. We're here tonight with Steve Delamater. And as we uh, wall one of our war wounds uh, during the break, <laughs> back to our topic of conversation. Um, you were talking, you know, you got the new the new EP coming out. When's that? When's that due to be released? Next month or two. I'm sorry, I've never never done this whole like, <laughs> having release dates out. Uh, I don't know, but it'll it'll be sometime this year. You'll get the you you'll get the first airing of it here on Swoops World. Nice. Yes. We'll get the, as we like to say, Swoops World exclusive. Exclusive. We, one we love that. It's a Swoops World exclusive. <laughs> uh, that's very cool, man. I realize you appreciate that. Um, are you done in the studio? I mean, as far as the actual recording process, are you doing all the uh, editing and whatnot now? Yeah, we're in the post-production phase, so um, any... Thing, any mistakes I might have made in the production process and recording, those are all kind of behind you. That's the part where you in just, cement. You gotta, you gotta let your babies go. Yeah. And uh, you know, have you been playing these songs in some of your live events? And uh, what sort of response have you gotten? I've uh, well, um, surprisingly positive, just because I've been playing kind of. You're one of those glass songs. half full guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I wanted. No, no, I'm, well, my yeah, I relate. Empty actually, right now. Right, so. no, mine, mine too, yeah, man. A half empty guy. I'm a half, <laughs> three quarter <laughs> empty guy. So I totally get that. Because so. you've gotten positive responses. It's been good. Um, yeah. More people, or less. Yeah, people have been like, what? It's been kind of like, I didn't know you could do that. Steve, they all talk like some kid I went to middle school with. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, so I'm. I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, just being able to kind of get up and play a certain style here and a certain style there. At least it, that's how it feels to me. Because like you know, you, you write a song and it's one of your babies, and you give it a name, and it has a little personality, and you let it out there, and it will, you know, it's out walking around the world, <laughs> and you watch it, and you think of it in a certain way, and. Then um, I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. So it's, actually, it's being right a parent, now. believe me, you're right on the right track. Man. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> as long as you think it a certain way and it still works for you and it's all good. Because yeah. like when it, you know, when, like when all of a sudden it comes home and you go, "What the? You did what?" <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that with a song, man. <laughs> the, the real problem is if it comes back with uh, another kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you probably done something wrong. Somebody's done something. <laughs> You're in trouble there. Hey, real quick though, you did get a shout out on, uh, on our Twitter stream from Ramakega. So I keep playing. Oh, that cool. very cool. I haven't so. seen. I've, I've been. I'm very glad they're do, still doing music, doing their thing, and wanting to get out and see them for a while. But yeah, they're a very fun, cool. Just, just a very charismatic live band. Oh yeah, we, sure. We, we, we love, love having them here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love going to see them, and I love having them in the studio. They're always a lot of fun, and uh, just. Man, playing some great music and uh, what's the youngest one saying? Gabby. <sighs> you don't need uh, names. I forget the youngest one is uh, playing with them now too. Yeah, so it's, it's all great, man. They were, uh, I saw them last at the Talking Stick. Oh yeah, and what a great show! Great show. Oh, actually, I remember youngest one, and <laughs> none of us can remember her name. <laughs> she, I remember her performing at Coffee Gallery like years ago. She got up in during one of the open mics and she just stole the. Right. performance oh, yeah you know stole the show like that whole evening and uh just to play this really like quiet innocent little song and everyone's just like yeah oh. so <laughs> she's up in the band now that's awesome yeah absolutely 
look at that. T-Bone is here, man. Uh, this guy. <laughs> Stole your microphone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Steve? <laughs> Are we on the air right now? Yeah, we're we on the air. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you said you've been doing a lot of stuff in the East, uh, in uh, Silver Lake, uh, Pasadena area. Any chance of you coming out to Long Beach or moving out, you know, expanding that horizon for the rest of us here? I can I can do that for you, Swoop, if you <laughs> want me to. Uh, point me in the right direction and, uh, you know, my, my ship will assail. I'll write a song about ships one of these days. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, man. Angela and Tara might like that. They're, yeah. They're on, a, they're on the high seas right now, so... Uh, not in a ship. Not a ship. They're in a boat. They're dodging ships. They're dodging yeah. ships. Yeah. I would not want to arm wrestle her because that that takes a lot more strength than I could really oh, yeah. care to do. <laughs> <laughs> but man, um, yeah, dude, I'll I'll be getting down here and uh, yes. Sorry for the laconic response. Here. <laughs> Sit up straight. <laughs> I think it was your aunt last time. Oh, yeah. yeah. She She was on you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, How many uh, many live ones are going to get out of you tonight, man? How many do you want, man? I can can play another little, little joint for you. Actually, it wrote my first ever finger picking song. All right. So if that tickles your fancy, sure. <laughs> if you say finger picking, you got to follow it up with tickles your fancy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a few slick phrases that just go along with that. Yeah. Let's just make sure our car windshield's right. <laughs> I know what I, I'm a professional. Weather away. 
yesterday Don't want to remember things this way What are you trying to prove As you come Did you uh did you did you already do a little finger pick picking or did you uh um, do it just for this song? I just, you know, just played a little, you know. You learn a few songs every once in a while, like um Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. You learn a few songs like that and it's like I can I can try that, I guess. <laughs> you know. Uh but um you know, just some songs you just write as as an exercise, and then sometimes you end up liking it, you yeah. know. Sometimes you don't. I'm a believer in miracles. So, uh, that's gonna be. Oh, Taylor missed the whole ICP talk we had earlier before. Yeah, yeah I brought yeah, it up. He knows what's up. I'm let this die. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, just something I felt felt like uh, trying on for size, and it's uh, kind of fit. Yeah, just kind of how it came out, and so on. When you uh, when, did, when do you get your inspiration? I mean, do you sit down and say, oh, "Look, I need to write X number of songs, or I need to write a song today," or, to, or are you just like digging a ditch? And go, well, no, I got a whole I story about digging a ditch. Uh, <laughs> digging a ditch. No, no, because I don't have Peter here every week to be like, hey, you want to write a song a week? Just saying. <laughs> you got a whole bunch of songs out of that. All right, All right. that's fair enough. Um, Somebody needed to kick you in the pants that day. Somebody right. needed to, man. I was that guy. Right. Thank you, Peter. You got him writing and as uh, unworked as possible. What were you just asking? <laughs> uh, inspiration for writing. Um, uh, more recently, um, actually been able to draw from real life experiences. That song was actually about a friend of mine. So that was, uh, you know, before that sounded kind of hokey and weird. It's like, how do you start writing songs from, you know, just, uh, you know, out of random things you do, like, you know, stuff I do is boring or I don't, not very interested in it. But, um, you know, you eventually 
encounter some things where it's like, oh wow, that actually has something to it, and you try to put a different twist on it. Um, I think the, uh, yeah, I think the big difference between like uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney's songwriting styles is this is one kind of story that people talk about. They kind of had a similar like poppy flavor, but McCartney generally had a little more whimsical, you know, fictitious kind of feel to a lot of his songs, and then John Lennon actually drew from more. Um, real life experiences so um you know been i've been listening to them a little more closely and realizing the little nuances and you know the song is still catchy and you know it, it, it brings you in but once you're realizing what the content of those songs is exactly about it's like oh well they're coming from it from like a little different angles in my life that's you know that's a john lennon song right yeah. there it's hard to get you know more personal than that so it's interesting we we we, we talked to so many musicians and <coughs> And one of the ones that sticks out a lot is uh, we talked to one, and uh, she was saying that she never writes, or predominantly doesn't write about herself, but she's a big people watcher. Hmm. So all her songs are about people she sees, and and uh, she kind of puts a story around the, around what she, you know, not necessarily what's actually happening, but she creates a story around what she sees, and, you know, she'll meet people, and... And kind of write stories based on that interaction, but not necessarily personal, uh, uh, you know, coming from a personal point, more so of um, using that as an inspiration to write. And mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, then other people talk, oh, I, I write about heart heartbreak that I've had and love lost and love gained and all that kind of stuff. So I understand everybody comes from, from different ways and different, different, you know, different uh, styles and different inspirations, but it's always interesting to find out what, you know, what, what motivates somebody. I mean, you, you know, it's always a. I think songwriters should always ex should experiment with each of those different kinds of songwriting styles just to know whether or not they like it, whether or not it sucks coming from them or not. <laughs> but um, you know, yeah, that's uh, you know, there's myriads of different things that you could write about, and um, you know, I guess that's the part I'm most looking forward to. You know, like I'll be writing songs for the rest of my life. I just need to figure out where it's. Most of them are going to be about. <laughs> Do I have more love songs or more heartbreak songs? <laughs> That's John Mayer out running around. <laughs> you listen to the Swoops on the Talk Story Radio Network. We're here with Steve Delamater. We uh, got one more break. Uh, and, uh, let's see. This is called Cosmo Hogs. Tell us a little bit about that, man. Um, this song is about space aliens. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> Back after this. Straightforward. I like it. <laughs> With unfamiliar kinds We hide in craters from invaders That travel on through time Amethyst portions, strange contortions In our favorite brine Keep us here, you died and contrived In our terrestrial minds
around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel. And a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds? At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Hi, I'm Angela Madsen, and I row across oceans, and I've really enjoyed being a guest here at Swoops World. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to Swoops World. Talk Story Radio Network. Here with Steve Delamater. Steve, is there anything we want to talk about? We haven't had a chance to talk about. I mean, I've been in this place all for a long time. Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I like being here. Um, I drove down here for the first time. I did. I took the 710 to the 91 exit Cherry down uh-huh. this way. You know what the most amazing thing about Long Beach, right, to, to me, that I'd never seen before? Is that there's a Spires on the corner of Del Amo and Cherry. <laughs> I thought that it had all just gone out of business, and I just drove past them. Like, oh, yeah, we got a couple of those in uh, there's another LBC. One on, there's another one on Lakewood and uh, like Spring. Spring, I think it is. Yeah. Ward, Willow. Spring. Willow. Willow. Yeah. Something Willow. like that, yeah. All right, cool. It was there last Tuesday. Um, yeah, all right, that's cool. And just, wow. I just... <laughs> You guys are the connoisseurs of spires. It's not something we put on all the, uh, the, the visitor bureau crap. But uh, hey, whatever floats your boat, man. Lakewood caught fire a couple years ago, and I think people just sat in there and ate. I don't think they were in 
Exactly. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> That's why they burnt the toast. <laughs> if Got you want any gigs, gigs coming up uh, that people should know about? Uh, nothing in the immediate future. Solo wise, have a gig coming up at Old Town Pub next month with uh, Kleptocrats, and uh, likely it will be a be a popular band called. Wait for it. They're called Heart Barf. <laughs> They're based out. Actually, of, I saw that somewhere. Was that on your? Did you have that on? Uh, on Facebook or something. I saw that like this week. No, that was just the aftermath of a party I went to. <laughs> uh, they, uh, no, they're actually a pretty cool, um, a very fun, lively, cool band based out of the beachy area. I forget which one, but um, you know, not something I'd see being playing on this, you know, show anytime soon. But um, yeah, uh, Kleptocrats will probably be playing uh, with them uh, in June next month. Cool. Yeah, very soon, in a close time parameter to now. <laughs> not today, beyond today. People who want to people who want to find you and your music, they go to where? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/SteveDelamaterMusic, or check this out. They can go to SteveDelamater.com. Right. Yep. Uh, moving on up. <laughs> 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 well, Steve, as always, we thank you for uh, for dropping in with us and, and, and sharing your wonderful music. And uh, it's always a lot of fun to hang with you and have a beer. It's good times, man. Not just one. No, no, not just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> we are uh, about two minutes away from uh, Brewski's. We'll do a little Brewski beer tasting. Uh, as always, uh, Anthony Davis will be calling in a little while. Angela Matson and Tara Remington will also be calling in, and we're not sure what time they'll be calling in, so if we got anything else going, we're going to stop, take their call, chat with them while they're out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. They better not call during brewskis. And, of course, we have T-Bone's time out and much, much more. Steve, welcome to hanging with us as long as you want. We're going to take a quick break, listen to another one from Steve. This is called Prance, and back after this. Chasing you through the belt 
bring you battered by the lack of R or none. We, we could go prancing along above the slide off engines that you might just love me. Mind what you say, say what you know. I don't mind asking you to go. Or you can stay here for a while I won't underestimate your gal I do agree, wish I had known You might do better on your own But if you need some company I might meet you down the road, you'll see If I could sing to your fears or to the melody, would you give it to me, begging to touch the end of your coattail, slip through the dark and leave me no avail? Your I go chasing you through the belfry, battered by the lack of our own honey. We could go prancing along above the slide off that chance that you might just love me. It's time for Brewskies, our beer tasting segment right here at Swoops Row Late Night, sponsored by DrinksWineSpirits.com. So grab yourself a glass, pour yourself a brew, and join us right now for Brewskies, sponsored by DrinksWineSpirits.com. Well, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of Brewskies, the most important part of the show, without a doubt, because... Uh, this is where we officially drink beer. Not like all the other times where we're just drinking beer. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, this is the official, the official beer drinking. This is official. official. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there you go. You tall guys can do that. Yeah, there we go. Soup's got, soup's got T-bone doing all sorts of stuff here. You got longer arms, apparently. Anyhow, tonight we're drinking. <laughs> tonight we're drinking Gigantic Brewing Company. Gigante! Gigante! Uh, IPA. Gigantic IPA, which, you know, as we had this conversation, it's all about, it's all about managing your expectations. Exactly. That's what life is about. If you tell me this is gigantic you better be. IPA, it better be gigantic <laughs> IPA. So... Okay, now we haven't tasted this yet, but that's where we are, you know, because we've been in this position where somebody's telling us a spectacular IPA or whatever, and it wasn't. So, gigantic IPA out of Portland, Oregon, I believe. Uh, check that for me, T-Bone there. Yeah, uh, Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Uh, not a brewing company we, we are familiar with, at least I'm not. Um, here's what they have to say about their own brew. True to its name, Cascade Centennial, Crystal and Simcoe create a citrusy hop in confluence that continuously embiggens. Oh, I like that. I like that. Embiggens with each drink. Yeah, you got to be careful with embiggens, but... Used appropriately, and Biggins is a good thing. Uh, the uh, Al Bundy used to use Biggins a lot. <laughs> he used Biggins, he was a, he was not a, M. Biggins. 
the embodiment of our brewing philosophy, 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 to never give an inch. <laughs> I'm liking these guys. I'm liking these guys. Anyhow, they also have a quote, free your mind and your ass will follow. Uh, that's uh, George Clinton. George Clinton. That's, that's where they, they totally give credit there. Uh, availability. All the damn time. In Oregon, Washington, California, British Columbia, Alaska. And they're going to make the, the jump to the west east coast there. Vermont, Chicago, Hato's Bar in Tokyo. Good to know. And Brew Dog Bars in Europe. Otherwise known as Europe. Um... So there you have it. Uh, I didn't see an alcohol content, but you know, usually IPAs are in the six percent. Oh, oh, I, I missed it. Seven point three percent. So that would almost qualify this as a double IPA. So all that being said, or a giant IPA, or a giant IPA, right? So all that being said, um, here's hoping that this lives up to expectations. Salute. Salute. Oh, over the top. Way we roll here, and the uh, yes always gets to go first. So, Steve, tell us your honest opinion of it, whether you like it and what you do like about it. If you don't like it, what you don't like about it, and then uh, we'll stop there, go around, get done, and then we'll score it. Um, well, I'm, my palate might be a little tainted because I've been drinking another IPA. Actually, um, it hits uh, it hits the back of your throat a little differently. It's smooth. Flavor is just. Uh, a little different from what I've, I've tasted in most IPAs before. Um, interesting. 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 Uh, you know, I'm going to roll with you on that. It, um, it's smooth, but I'm not getting the, 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 the gigante punch that I was expecting. Uh, now, granted, we were drinking a, a Stone uh, IPA, which we uh, is our, uh, usually our beer of choice uh, prior to tasting our go-to our go-to um and that might have taint my, might, might taint my opinion of it because uh, i did not cleanse the palate but um it's it's you know it's a decent beer it's, it's not what i was expecting uh, punch wise but uh it's it's a, it's, not, it's not a bad tasting beer but, uh, a little a little lacks what i in my expectations yeah, it, uh, it's not crazy, crazy hops, but I'm liking it. Uh, I think it's a good flavor, and uh, they did mention that it embiggens as you drink it, and uh, I am finding that that is true. Like, I've had, because you guys were talking, I, I kept drinking. Um, you guys always bang on me for the, for the safety sip. <laughs> it does, it does, and I am liking this. It's uh, what's kind of interesting is that a lot of times we're finding I personally think with the IPAs is like everybody's trying to pop the shit out of them. Yeah, and taste the same. Like they're all moving towards the same direction. These guys have kind of taste wise kind of gone a slightly different direction. Um, it's definitely an IPA. I don't know if it's a gigantic IPA, but it's definitely an IPA. Uh, it fits in that category. Um, I'm liking it. It's it's definitely got big flavor. It's not the hoppiest IPA we've ever had, but it's it's very respectable in that regard. Um, and I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. Yeah, you know, it it is kind of interesting. It is a, it is a, like a malt first yeah. IPA. 
Which is but a bit unusual. But yeah. it doesn't taste like just plain old ordinary two-row. Do we have any info on what malts they use here? Other than just we don't from their some, website. Some crystal maybe? I don't know. Because it's, it's, it's a little little different like even for some of the ipas that we've had that are a little more malt heavy yeah it's uh it's got a little different twang to it um you got a twang a little finger picking uh, i was just wondering how many more times we were going to work taint into this. <laughs> <laughs> that's a word that keeps on going <laughs> all right uh steve at a scale of one to ten ten being best We ain't got a number you want to give. We got Rayman down at the end here. Who does be like? No logarithms, please. Thirteen over seven. It could be six. Thank you. Can I get it when I get some chili and cheese? Yeah, yeah, burger. Six for you. I'm gonna give it a, a, a you know, I'm, I'm starting off at a six and a half. Uh, I dig the label and I, and I dig the George Clinton quote. So I'm, uh, they're gonna pull, well, that's gonna pull them up a big solid one. So I'm gonna give them a seven and a half. I'm kind of liking this, and largely because they are, they're definitely an IPA, but they kind of go in a different direction. And I and I'm gonna give them some credit there. I'm gonna, uh, I would give them an eight. I'm not happy with the label. I like the label. Uh, yeah, you know. Is it too carny for you? It is. Just bring back memories of your youth that you tried to wash away. The, the memories I'm trying to get rid of. So, uh, clowns and yeah. Uh, going, Come so, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of an eight, I'm going to give him a seven and a half. You know, uh, but very respectable beer. Uh, and I would, here's the thing is, if I come across this brewing company again, I would definitely be willing to try anything they did just based on this as being a, a good brew. So seven and a half, and uh, labels and everything else. <laughs> Lump it all together. This was a seven for me from the start. It is seven still, and with all of our scores put together, this beer is a seven. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> T-Bone loves that. Yeah. That's where it works out. <laughs> Peter, uh, this is this is a uh, one of those big heavy beers, but not super heavy. Uh, it's it's uh, it could go in those sort of middle courses that we've talked about in the past, uh, pasta dishes that are spicy like a, a like a bolognese, it might not quite work, but uh, things that are along those lines, uh, chicken Caesar salads, grilled shrimp with some spice in there, uh, and then of course this is gonna totally go with your burger and fries, uh, you know yeah, it's that. that that you know, it probably is not ideal for the big, big, heavy steaks and all that, and prime rib, and maybe the biggest, smokiest meats. This might get a little bit on the long side, but in a pinch, this will work. Scrimps, it'll definitely work. Definitely the scrimps. If you're gonna do the scrimps, Cajun style, you know, definitely work with the scrimps. A little fried, or not fried, but um, well, fried, fried or uh, blackened catfish. This will go. We fry, man. <laughs> This will work for that. <laughs> uh, we have another edition of Briskies. Sponsored by Drinks, Wine, Spirits.com. That's Briskies. Sponsored by Drinks, Wine, Spirits.com. Go there and join the Beer Love Club. You can click on the Beer Love Club tab right there. It's super super. I'm going to do that. We're going to have a little case of beer each month. And uh, we throw a few shekels in the, the, you know, the coffers here. Keep us rolling. 
That's what, uh, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. We are about, oh, I say about 10 minutes away from Anthony Davis, uh, chatting with him. And uh, I wonder if I should just try to call uh, try to call the, the bat phone for... Uh, they gave you that number? Well, yeah. They didn't much. give it to T.M. Bowden and I, man. Well, I know, just, man, but you know. You're special like that. That's how I roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get. Let's see. Oh no, we'll go through. Let's wait for them to call. <laughs> oh, Skype won't let me call that number. It's mm. a bad number. <laughs> <laughs> we can receive it, but we can't call it. You're, uh, let's tell you what. Let's. let's what she said. We, we, <laughs> I knew what he's going to say. That. I just knew what he's going to say. That. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Uh, what do we got here? Well, this one, uh, real quick here from Shelby Benjamin. This is called Heart of a Lion. Back up to this. Safe and 
This is the sound of a flat-screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Talk Story Radio. Hi, this is Barry Rolera. You're listening to Scoop World. Steve Delmater still kicking it with us. Good man. We're giving Anthony Davis a call right now. Uh oh, we're caught. That's a prop. Anthony Davis, five-time NCAA champion, uh, NFL star. How's it going, brother? Welcome back to the show. Doing okay. I'm just up in San Marino with some of the old biddies up here from a night uh, country club. Don't know the real world. You know, I'm straightening some of these attitudes out up here. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'm seeing how they live on the other side of the world. They live in a, not a false world, but I live in the real world. <laughs> You always got it going on. I got to let you know right up front. We have a uh, we have a past guest, Angela Manson, and uh, she's out rowing with Tara Remington, and they are out in the middle of the ocean. They left out of Long Beach and they're headed to Hawaii, and they're going to call in sometime tonight. I'm not sure what time they're going to call in, so they might call in during our interview just to give you a heads up on that. Okay. So, man, as uh, as always, you uh, you got your finger on the pulse. You know what's happening. And uh, yep. the latest with the Sterlings, because like I said, we've said this before, this guy has a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, <laughs> we, last we heard, he, uh, he had signed over, uh, given his wife authorization to sell the team, negotiate the sell of the team. Uh, she's supposedly in the process of interviewing potential buyers. Now he's saying, I, I know, I said she can negotiate the sell of the team. I didn't say she could sell the team. Um, fighting this, this, that, and the other. We're going back and forth. What are your thoughts, man? Well, first of all, you know, listen, excuse me, these people are going to mess up the NBA. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, basically, the NBA has to isolate them. If they got to form a whole new team and put a whole new team maybe in Orange County, a whole new team, and just re- refill the team, because what they're going to try, try to hold it up in court and hold these people hostage. And another thing also, too, uh, I don't care if she sells me stuff, they have to sell the team. Period. End of story. Now, if this is new, if this is new, a whole new frontier from a legal standpoint, like his, like Sterling's attorney is saying, that it's, it's uncharted waters and they're going to see that. Well, the bottom line is, 
they have their bylaws they go by. It's a private club. And I'm sure the, if it goes all the way to the Supreme Court, they, they would honor that. But the, but the bottom line is they got rules. And so, and so Sterling is saying is that there are other owners in the league who has closets, uh, uh, skeletons in their closet too. So, so, okay, if you want to go play that game, you can play that game if you want, Sterling. The bottom line is they're saying you want to be out and you're out. Now, now you talk about you talk Mark Cuban who's talking about, you know, it's a slippery slope or whatever. I mean, you know, he, what he needs to be careful with, if he doesn't watch what he says and what he's doing publicly, he might have some people in, in Dallas boycotting his games. So he's got to vote. He's got to vote to put Sterling out. And so everybody's waiting to see who votes Sterling out. But Sterling is claiming that his other people got skills in their closet, too, that's going to be exposed. That's what he's trying to do. Well, that's... The, NBA, the, N, the NBA's brand is going to be messed up if they don't do anything about this. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a guy today. He said, Anthony, what if everybody said, hey, well, we're going to Europe to play? <laughs> All of us are going to Europe to play. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? What's interesting is I, I was listening to a, a um, an attorney speak today who deals with, uh, uh, I forget the exact type of law he, he deals with, but it incorporates with what's going on here. And he's basically saying that this is not a slam dunk. He says, Basically, uh, in these types of cases, uh, God, it slips my mind with, with the type of law it was. With these types of cases, though, um, Sterling's actually in a good position, and 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 what history has shown, he would uh, he more likely would win if this goes to court. Well, okay, let me tell you something. He can win in the court of law, but he won't win in the, in the court of public 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 opinion. He can win, but guess what? If most people boycott, boycott the, the L.A. Clippers, guess what? You can win it in court. It ain't slam Gordon court. But the public will break you. I'm going to tell you. And, then, and I can tell you, ball players don't want, will, will not want to play against the Clippers. They'll come in here and play against the Clippers, but guess what? You might have an empty stadium. Because, because the problem is if, he, if he's back in the league, that's going to expose the rest of the owners in the NBA. Okay, the general public says, okay, if you guys are doing the same thing, you guys better all vote 29 and up. You better all do that. Because if not, you're going to expose yourself. The fact that, because you know how it is, the birds flock together, they're going to think you're biggest too. <laughs> and, as, and, as it, and as it stands anyway, as it, as, as it, what Sterling has done is expose the fact that's a slave mentality and stuff like that. You can, own, you, you can play in the house, but you can't own the house. <laughs> you can play in the house, but you can but you can, you can play in the house. You can't dictate how you gonna tell me how I can sell my team. You see, so so if they don't get him out or whatever happens, he doesn't sell his move away. I'm, I can I can just tell you, and I could be totally wrong. You gonna mess up the brand of the NBA, and it'll be a snowball effect of other sports too. Well, that's that's what the, most people are saying, and what the, the the NBA is making their moves because they're they're, they're afraid of what it's gonna do to the brand. So that is the that is the biggest thing happening with this uh, as far as the NBA is concerned. On, a, on another note, in, in the sports world this week, uh, did you have you been keeping up with this Aaron Hernandez thing? Well, yeah, he's he clearly, he clearly not guilty and stuff. The problem with him is, is the fact that, hey, he, look, this man stepped over the line, okay? He had issues when he was in college. He just stepped over the line. <laughs> Whether or not he I mean, if the guy's saying, oh, come on, brother, man, you stepped over the line. There's no, you already got one. You got you got one murder case. Now they're putting on two more, and you probably might be well. Doesn't matter if you got one. You're done. NFL, you're finished. 
You're not getting out of this. You got you got your handprints over all all over everything. Unless somebody severely sets you up, severely sets you up, and they equip you, then, then then you got a hell of a story to make because if not, you're gonna have a hell of a book deal and you have a hell of a movie deal. But, but with the way it sits now, you're flat out going to the penitentiary for a long time. Well, yeah, the guy's facing three murder charges on two separate cases. <laughs> I think, <laughs> man, I think is is your time is up. <laughs> time is up. I don't even know how you get out of that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't even I don't even know how you even consider even trying to roll in with this. I mean, come on, you tat it up, you hang with the wrong crowd from Florida to Massachusetts. I mean, what are you doing here? I think a lot of people said when his father died, he, he, he it was he sort of he was in no man's land. Well, okay. There's a whole lot of people's fathers not around or whatever, and they're straight good individuals. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. you, you can't, it, it's not going to happen if you sit around with this kind of attitude. Well, I didn't do it. I didn't blow this guy away. There's three people dead. Three. Your handprints is all over. The Patriots are not stupid. Well, that's why they cut him right away. I mean, here's here's a guy whose own his own home security system kind of did him in right from the start for the first murder. He was a little bit of a Nixon right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other interesting thing is, and we've talked about this before. Uh, do you think guys like I mean, you know, with exact guys like him you know, who had a history in college? I mean, he was getting in trouble in college. Uh, right. Does did the NFL? Did the NFL start saying, well, "Why are we drafting these people? Should we do we do we look at their character uh, while they're in college and still draft them, or do we take a chance on these guys?" I mean, they took a they took a chance on a guy who was pretty well known in the Florida area for being getting in trouble, being a foul of the law. This is what I say. This is what I say when I talk about these guys. When you do a background check on all these people. When you do a background check on all these people, that's what you need to do. Period. And, and if it's too dirty, you got to pass them, depending on how good they are. There's always somebody ready to replace you. Well, yeah, there's, you know always, there's always somebody ready to replace you. He wasn't and, even the best tight end on the back in, my, back in my day, back in my day, if you had that kind of baggage, you didn't play in the NFL. Yeah. You didn't play, period. It didn't matter how good you were. So they need to go back to the old days and how they, how, how they. Uh, check people, check their backgrounds because, okay, you're going to have a bad, look, listen, if you have a bad background in terms of being in the sport, you shouldn't play. You lose your privilege of playing the National Football League. It's interesting that these guys, you know, I mean, when you, when you talk about Aaron Hernandez, and he's not the first one to be, to be well, he's not the first one. charged with murder. I mean, you got Rick, Rick Ruth was a uh, up on murder charges, I think Ray Lewis may have the been OJ up on uh, murder charges. Well, OJ, oh, was, was, OJ was out; he was already retired. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, you got, you got a lot of these guys who who, who seem to be, uh, you know, seem to get involved in these things. And we're talking, you know, probably the, one of the worst crimes we have, you know, is, is, is you know the killing of another human being. And uh, how do they how do they uh, how do they end up in the league? Uh, is, is a league is a league responsible for uh, like you said? You, should they be doing uh, background checks on all these guys, or, or how, you know where do we go from here? Well, you're gonna have to do that anyway. You take 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 back Ray Lewis, great ball player, great. As a matter of fact, now I was in Atlanta when when that that murder went down. I was in Atlanta when it happened. I'm gonna tell you, it was 40 years ago, or 35, 40 years ago. Even though he was innocent, whatever, he's out of the league. <laughs> that ain't happening. 
you gonna go to jail for six and then come back and be in, in Super Bowl MVP? If you'd have told me I need some dope to smoke, <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen. He's out of the league. Anybody who did anything of any of that kind of magnitude is out the league. If you smoke too much dope back then, you're out the league. These cats are walking around bags of weed and smoking and stuff. You can, you can, it, it, it's like an inferno inside the car when they stop. But in my day, you're out of the league. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. You, you got to protect the brand. I mean, on one side of the month, they're saying they're protecting the brand. On the other side of the brand, they're not protecting the brand. Well, it's interesting because we were talking about we were talking about the thing with Sterling, and you're talking about NFL and, and the NBA. Uh, the NBA, uh, they took you know the, the 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 commissioner did exactly what he needed to do to protect the brand uh, right. right out of the gate, and uh, you know he's going to have to let the court the court run its course. But he did what he needed to do to protect the brand right out of the gate. The NFL, right. some people would would tend to say it moves a little bit slower uh, when it comes to some of these things. Uh, as far as protecting the brand. I mean, there's more players involved. It uh, seems like a lot of times they want to see the legal system run its course before they make decisions. Uh, some teams and some coaches uh, will suspend the guy right away, and you get the players union involved, whatnot. Um, is, is, it the, is there a difference between the leagues? Or is it the players unions? Uh, what, what do you think is the decision-making process that goes along here? Why does one commissioner seem to jump quickly on one thing and another commissioner not necessarily uh, seems to leave it up to the teams. I can't really answer for the Look, the NBA, the NFL, and all the leagues, all the four major sports in, in the league, matter of fact, they should have no nonsense policy, every one of them. They should all work in important, And they think they, they need all, all of me to elaborate on all these issues because there's a lot of the guys who do some of the same similar stuff in every sport. A lot of guys in the NFL smoke a ton of weed. A lot of the NBA smoke a ton of weed. Hockey smokes a ton of weed. They all at baseball, all across the board. They all should collaborate. All the unions should collaborate together and say they should have a no-nonsense attitude on how they deal with these ball players. Period. Well, okay. it's, it's interesting ball. because uh, the, you know, uh, apparently uh, the NBA, the players' union, and I remember this from years ago, the players' union uh, fought and won uh, – Weed is not one of the things they get tested for. Now, I know there are other sports they do get tested for. I think the NBA and the NFL they do and whatnot. So I, I, I think each each league, each players association, uh, and uh, each league and commission and team owners decide which which uh, substances are going to be allowed and which substances aren't going to be allowed. Well, first of all, look, first of all you, 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 need to go, you need to discuss all that, too, all that kind of stuff. Drug policy a little bit, but also too, if you go to the next step, if you normally have people in those leagues that hang out with unscrupulous people that are doing all that stuff, you gobble these things as well. If you find any player in their respective sport doing something, you should confront them straight up. You say, "Listen, we know, we know what you're doing. We know your activity." You give them a hard warning, okay? And if you don't, if they don't apply that hard warning, then you're gonna tell them. Then you're gonna come to them. We're gonna release you, and they need to put that in the stipulate in those contract. And the union with these teams should get together and, and stipulate the fact: if you do this, and, and you're dealing with known people, a known activities that's detrimental to the, to the league and the brand of the given sport, you're out of the game. Period. That's what you should do. That'll clean the sport up right away. Period. And before you even get in the league, you should know that. If you know anything about it, you should, you should confront them, 
give them, give them a chance to explain. But if they continue that pattern, they got to leave the league because that's hurting the team. And I don't care. I don't care how good you are. If you want to jeopardize an opportunity to make this kind of money, and it's only short lived, then you're in, you shouldn't be in the league anyway. You lost your privilege. Because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, everything's out of control now. It's out of control. You got to ring everything back. <laughs> the league. Stay off the weed. <laughs> Stay off the cocaine. Uh, Leave the tequila alone. Leave the cranberry and vodka alone. AD, AD, don't drop, to, don't, don't, drop, don't drop your Lamborghini. AD, hang on just a second. I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna uh, put these on hold. Uh, AD, you still there? I'm here, this is Angela. Okay, hang on, hey! hang on just a second, Angela. AD. Okay. Oh, how do you get it off hold? Oh, shit. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. Here, see if we can get to we get to it's been a while since we got multiple. AD, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut you off real quick because they're calling at it from the middle of the ocean. They're rowing the boat. Uh, once again, brother, I want to thank you, you for joining us. I hope they don't have any weed on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. We will talk to you again next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, D.D. Angela. Oh, I lose her? Oh, my God. Oh, there it is. 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 Angela. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. (laughs) From the middle of the, somewhere in the middle of the ocean, we have Angela Madsen and Tara Remington uh, calling in, and uh, they left uh, a week ago last Tuesday on their ocean row from Long Beach to Hawaii. How are you two doing? Um, are, are you sure we left? Not sure. <laughs> Wait, let's, well, get, let's get some proof of life. Put, put, put Where's Tara? I saw you roll away from the dock. Now, I don't know where you went from there. I'm only going by the little computer thing I'm watching. That's so, right. uh, if you, you might have put it on a stray shark. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're about 134 miles, 135 miles west of, like, San Diego, and we're on a, a southbound um, course. We're, we've been on parachute anchor all day, so we've been in the in the tiny, we're calling it, Tara's Cozy Cabin. <laughs> How but, is Tara? Is, is Tara still seasick, or is she uh, she's surviving? No, she's not seasick anymore, so... <laughs> So, yeah, we were playing the alphabet game today in the cabin. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, we had some hoes and bitches and, and some all kinds of stuff on our boat and some coin. And, yeah. Oh, boats and hoes. <laughs> they can't stop laughing. How, how has it been? I mean, uh, tell us a little bit about... Uh, you know, the first few days. Well, it's been, um, yeah, the winds have been against us most of the time. So, I mean, even when it's against us lightly, we were able to make, you know, 30, 30 miles, I guess, in the 24-hour period. Just rowing, we, you know, been going shifts, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, I mean, this is our second time on parachute anchor um, in these northwest winds. I guess we have to get it at least a hundred miles more off to have some some better offshore winds. Yeah. So these are supposed to ease tomorrow, and we can get off the parachute anchor. Um, 
yeah, we weren't sure how who in the cabin was going to work, but it, it, it's working. Nice. It's very intimate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sister. <laughs> and the red, yes. Yeah. yeah, I should have put the colored dots all over. Well, it's been a blast uh, watching you guys on the on the uh, map, and uh, I know for you guys, I don't know what you think, but from us, we're like, wow, look how far they've gotten. They're you guys are moving, and we we talk about this all the time. Like, if our shit breaks down, we call somebody, they pick us up. You guys don't have that option, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's cool to watch you guys. Uh, go around, in. go around the island. Uh, yeah, go around the islands. That was so cool. We watched that. That was very cool. How do you guys feel? Kind of, we kind of went. Uh, yeah, the military. It's like, oh, look at this island. Oh, oh, munitions. Oh, <laughs> fire things from the nav man. It's like one of those little squiggly red fiery things. There, says no. It's like, oh. Well, we're not supposed to be there, but okay, we are. So, <laughs> how, how how is the how is the uh, I think the, the live artillery range or something? And I had a little PTSD, but it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you enjoying the uh, the 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 the, uh, the prepper food? Enjoying the what? The the freeze dried, uh, you know. Chowder. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, at least, yeah, we started, I started cooking and getting into a routine. Um, of course, you know, not today because of parachute anchors, so, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, you know, I had my first, my first proper bucket today. And of course, there's like 20 foot waves out there, so it's like I'm trying to sit on the bucket and do my thing, and then, and then there's these huge waves, just massive waves of water. And it's like, oh man, I'm going to get knocked off this bucket. I know I am. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be bad, but yeah, but yeah. So you guys, I'm adjusting. You guys haven't. You know, had, had, you know. So I was gonna say, you guys. Last time, uh, by this time, you'd already had some encounters with some large ships. Uh, hopefully, that hadn't happened. How's that been going? Oh no, we haven't seen. We haven't seen any ships on this hardly out here at all. There's, there hasn't been really anybody to nice. speak of the last couple of nights. So we're either where no ships go or, or like I said, that live firing range, we might still be on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, we really need to know if you're still getting along, and we need to know, we need proof of life of Tara. We need to hear her say hello. Make sure you have it uh, stashed her somewhere. Oh. <laughs> All right, here she is. Proof of life. <laughs> Proof of life. Yes, I am still alive. <laughs> you know those close quarters. We got to make sure everybody's still getting along and and enjoying their uh, each other's company. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's been fun. You know, essentially too, like. I'm, I think my sense of humor is about where an eight-year-old boy is. So as Angela's out there on the bucket, you know, in big waves, I'm in here laughing my ass off. <laughs> Good for you, because that's what we'd be doing, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took some film I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> and I decided, so like, Go ahead. you know, we went 
Yanker and I just stopped drinking. It's like, nah, I'm not going to put or pay or anything until I have to. I'm just shutting it down. <laughs> It's it's so great to to to, to hear you guys and and, uh, and have a chance to talk to you. Like Peter was saying, uh, you know, we every that's like the first thing we do every day is we, we log on and then see where you're at and see what direction you you're headed and how far you've gone. And it's it's so cool to watch. And uh, it's great oh, to talk to you cool. and hear what's happening out there. Yeah, my, I wish my we could give you a better in terms of how far we're actually going each day, but uh, <laughs> well, it's looking better coast, every time. The coast doesn't want to let go of us for some reason. Well, last week on Wednesday night, we were looking, and you guys, you know, you just left the day before, but you were right in front of Avalon. Yeah. It seemed we're like, dude, there's got to be some big ass boats coming. No, every every day my coworkers say, "Where where are your friends right now?" And I pull up a little map. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. It's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And it's been great too, because now that I'm not seasick anymore, like I've I've been doing a great of uh, having a sea lion on board. You know, my blah, blah. but um, you know, that's... now you can enjoy it. So uh, the the little thing in your wrist that was it better than it had been in the past for you as far as seasick goes, or was it was different at all? Hundred bucks I've ever spent in my life. Worst hundred and twenty bucks ever. <laughs> All it did was shock me. All it did was shock me for two days. <laughs> but you were still able to pull your weight, right? Seriously. <laughs> I think the whole point is just to distract you. I think it's a it's a ploy. It's like, let's put something on that shocks them. So when they are sick, it'll just come something else to enjoy. It's it's like, something you know, else to just... focus on. <laughs> I tell that to my kids all the time. Dad, this hurts right here. Well, here, watch this. <laughs> See, that doesn't hurt anymore, does it? As far as uh, as far as uh, your schedule goes, are are you on schedule, behind schedule, ahead of schedule? Uh, well, of course, we're not where we hope to be at this time, just because it took it's taken so long to like. I don't think either of us anticipated how hot it would be to get away from the coast. Yeah. Um, you know, and the other roads that we've done, it's. It's pretty much been prevailing winds all the way, and so we really haven't had we haven't had any wind or any waves actually going in the same direction we are. So it's it's just it's just a mission. Like I mean, we've we've made pretty good miles when we've had decent conditions, but we haven't even. I can't wait to see what she'll do when we've actually got, you know, some some current and some wind in, in our favor. That'll be that'll be the real thing. You know, once once we get away from this coastline, then we're really hoping we'll be able to open her up a little bit. Yeah. Has yeah. uh, has Angela uh, broken up the fishing rod yet? No, you know, <laughs> I think that damn fishing rod is going to be the bane of our existence. Every time, move the fishing rod, move the fishing rod. <laughs> When you were when you were paring down, uh, when you had that extra few days to pare down, you might have you might have wanted to just leave that back on deck, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, at some point today, when we went to see Anchor, she put all her gear on and went and sat out on the deck. And I thought, oh, I must really smell now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's great to hear you guys. You're still uh, you're still having a good time. You're still laughing. And, uh, 
Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, it's, um, we've had fun, like Candace and Sam, we play, you know, I'm going on a robot and I'm taking apples and I'm taking apples and bananas. You know, so how many times can you play that? But we've got, you know, I've got lots of games like that. And, um, and I haven't taught Ange the song that never ends yet. So, you know, we still have so much fun yeah, to save have. that. Save that yeah. for a little bit later, for sure. <laughs> Uh, you ha- I guess you have to have. I guess you have to have games when you're. Uh, you have a plan for that for sure. <laughs> oh, and you hear her singing Annie in the background. Yes. I think I'm having some. <laughs> well, we're truly honored that you uh, take the time out to call us uh, because we're just you know, oh. we're just sitting here drinking beer. <laughs> She said, I don't want to call him a beer tasting time because it'll just piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what somebody said. Yeah. I think Tebow. Yeah, Tebow yeah. said, if they called her briskies, they're just going to get pissed off. Because yeah. <laughs> we're not going to stop drinking beer. Tell Angela, our guest tonight was Steve Delamater, and he, and he was here uh, – uh, when she was here uh, once before, about a year or so ago, so he was uh, he was happy to hear you guys, you guys would be calling in. Oh, cool! Steve was there yesterday. Yep. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh. I, I, would ask, I would ask what are your plans for tomorrow, but I pretty much know what they are. <laughs> are you doing? Hey, have you the- done your? Huh? Can you tell me captain of the All Blacks is? I knew it was coming. No, no, here's the, I got a, I got a question for you. I have googled right. I have googled All Blacks and Wikipedia yep. them and everything, and it's totally confusing. This whole New Zealand rugby stuff is confusing because I, I guess they're the national team, but there's like the juniors and there's the, there's all different levels of All Blacks, and I don't know who I'm yeah. supposed to be looking for. You got to give to. Yeah, I'm, I'm really Peter would tell you. Okay, kind of well, a, my son, my son is eight, and he's a small black, so that's not what you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> Too much excitement if you Google small blacks. But, <laughs> but we have like we have a national we have a, an international competition called Super Fifteen, and then the the all blacks are chosen from the players in the Super Fifteen. So, like, if you play really well in that competition, then you can make it into the national side. Right. And there's a we've got a, a test match coming up against a series coming up against England in June. So I'm going to be expecting you to do some homework between now and then. I, I, I am on it, teach. <laughs> <laughs> this will be my my thesis to be on the All Blacks national team. <laughs> So I will, I will look it up, and, and, and uh, there was, there's a term. Yeah, what is it? Uh, what's, this, what's the middle column right there, Tebow? Middle column. See the see. Uh, okay, to the right of the games, there's uh, the three columns. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what is the first second? Well, it's got the venue. So the first the first match between the All Blacks and England is on June 7th in Auckland. And then the next yep. one is New Zealand time, 7.35 p.m. Uh, there, yep. there was something else that I saw that, it had weird, weird, that I didn't understand. But we have it in front of us, and, and uh, next time we talk to you, we will be uh, spot on. Excellent. All okay. right, I'm going to pass you back to Ange, guys, because our rudder's just swinging loose, and uh, I need to go and All right. work. All right. Nice talking right, cool. to you. Nice. Take care. Thank you, Tar.
Take care of business, man. <laughs> Hello. Hey. <laughs> I was telling her it's 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 such a pleasure for uh, and an honor for us to be able to chat with you while you're out there and uh, doing what you're doing and 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 uh, as I said before I, we we would ask what you're going to do tomorrow but we kind of have an idea. Are you are you guys uh, uh, steadily doing the two on two off? Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, we pretty much have been doing. Um, well, we've been doing actually one on one off. Oh wow! So. We we did the two two up and then uh, you know, tried to get it out and then it ended up taking longer so we had to switch to the one up and one down and then now we're just two down. <laughs> and you never not down. And you got the you got the bucket system down now. You you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Red and green. Red and green. <laughs> you guys got well, Angela, I, I, once again, I, I really appreciate you uh, you calling in. And uh, Tara gave us some homework for uh, for next time, so we'll we'll be ready for that. Uh, do you have a, you have any assignments for us before we speak again? <laughs> nah, nah, just you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to have a great. beer for the two of you then. Yeah. And if we there could, we'd life, we'd, we'd life flight beer out to you if we could. So, oh, yeah. we can't. Just, so we're just going to drink ready. beer in your honor. There you go. Beer in my honor. Hard <laughs> to have it when I get back. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much Thank for calling. And, 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 uh, and, and keep up what you're doing. It's very cool. And we're, and we're watching every day. And. And, uh, and and rooting you on. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Right. Bye. Angela Matz and Tara Remington, rowoflife.com. You can go there. You can click on the, uh, the tab that tells you uh, where they're at, and you can see where they're at each day and how far they've traveled. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, we'll be back after this. This is Mark Platt in my time. Back after this. It's my time Yes, it's my time It's the right time It's my time If not now, just when Where to begin I won't be afraid To take one on the chin Cause it's my time Yes, it's my time It's the right time It's my time Life is far too short 
to be in someone else's dream Won't fall asleep at the wheel Rise up full head of steam Cause it's my time Yes, it's my time It's the right time It's my time It's my time It's my time It's the right time It's my time This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something, and... Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a text. Oh, wait, Mom. I just got a message. So many comments on my comment. Hey, guys, check out my wait. new video game. Mom, what? Huh? Pew, pew. What'd you say? This huh? weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Stefana here, and you're listening to Swoop's World, the best show, the best show. And welcome back to Susra on the Talk Story Radio Network. And uh, T-Bone, how about a little uh, DraftKings, man? All right. Well, while you're over here on Swoopsworld.com, check out the banner out on the right side for DraftKings, the place to be for commitment-phobic fantasy sports fans. If you want to pick a new fantasy baseball, basketball, football team every day of the week, every week of the year, have a blast and do it on DraftKings.com. They give away money. 
by the Shazam load. And if you go through swoopsworld.com slash DraftKings to get there, you are entered automatically into a free big money giveaway. They gave away like a bajillion dollars, allegedly. At least. At least, at least three bajillion dollars. Yeah. yeah. Much more than the... Uh, Thankfully, the, the, a bajillion's not a word, so I can't <laughs> even get in trouble with the FCC or probably, the FTC probably, right now. Probably much more than the uh, Kim Ye uh, wedding... Uh, <laughs> let's not even let's not even uh, foul up this thing by associating with those people. Right? DraftKings is a classy establishment, not to be confused with with those folk. Uh, but get yourself there right now. Like I said, go to superschool.com/draftkings or click on the banner ad on the right side of the page to have yourself a great little time. Audible.com. Audible.com. Well, Audible.com has over a hundred thousand titles. Uh, there is definitely something out there for everybody. Absolutely. Um, uh, Audible.com is a great way to listen to books. And as we've talked about, where would you do that? And there's there's tons of ways. I did that today. I actually I I went to Audible.com and I downloaded. It was kind of cool. And I. I listened to an actual book I've fucking read a couple times. Uh, but just, just do a little quality control? Or? Man, no, just because it's, it's like a favorite book. So it's a book I've read. So it's like, hey. And they no, had like 10. House Forum Letters no, is not really no. a book. Uh, they had like 10 people reading all the different parts. As we've talked yeah. about, there's some good, talented people out there. You're reading, listening to some cool stuff. Um so there's something for everybody, and you've done, like, what, five? At least. Uh, and now you're on your sixth? I, I, yeah. I, I, you're I, sticking I, with the I, series? I'm hooked on this series. <laughs> Andrew Peterson. Okay. Uh, uh, the, the whole Nathan McBride series. Uh, the last one I listened to is Option to Kill. Uh, I re-listened to uh, uh, Force to Kill the other day. Uh, I was listening to Option to Kill on my ride. We did the 72-mile ride. Yeah, yeah. Ride. I listened to that, and... Uh, I'm hooked, man. That's audible.com. I'm hooked. There's so many books, so many things to choose from, and and, uh, and especially for the long rides we do on, on basically a, a, a secluded bike path where you know having the headset right. is not a big deal, and uh, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, I listened to Dune, uh, which is like a book I read. Oh, that's one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites. I read it was like first time I ever read it was in fifth or sixth grade, and I just loved it. So I was like. I'm going to listen to something that I know I, I'm I didn't want to take a chance on something, something I didn't know or didn't like you know like then I'd be halfway through a bike ride I'm like that sucks so I was like well let's just all in and I gotta say the production values are great I loved it uh it was fun and uh so anyhow hundreds of thousands of titles uh great ways when do you need to do it when you're on a bike ride, when you need to drown your kids out, when you just want to listen and not read. Anyhow, lots of great opportunities. Uh, if you go to the Swoops World homepage, uh, you will find the banner ad that will take you to what? Swoop? AudibleTrial.com forward slash Swoops World. I don't know why I can't remember that, but I cannot. And uh, we'll because of your fear of the unknown, apparently. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll earn a few more pennies if you go that route. So check it out. It's it's if if you're a reader and you know you're sitting there on the stairmaster, whatever it is you do, jogging, it's a great way to go. Power, oh, that powers. Rowworks, uh, good friend Jack Nunn. For all your fitness needs, go see uh, Jack Nunn at Rowworks Fitness. Well, you want to get fit, uh, stay in shape, uh, 
you know, whatever you need to be, he can take care of that for you. Indoor rowing, boot camp, personal training, much, much more. Located at 5750 Boathouse Lane. The website is www.rowworks, R-O-W-O-R-X.com. Or you can give him a call at 562-688-1716. Let him know the Swoops Row sent you, and your first week is free. Speaking about bike riding and finding the places to ride, where to, where to bike Orange County? Where to bike Orange County? Uh, that is a book that I wrote. Part of a travel series, of which there's about 12 titles. Where to bike Orange County covers, not surprisingly, Orange County. There's lots of great rides. It's a great place to ride. Um, it covers the 85 best rides in Orange County. 32 of those are kids' rides, which are totally car-free, safe places for your kids to, to, to you know get comfortable. And then when, they're, when you're ready and they're ready to uh, head out on the bigger rides, there's everything from the very casual four- to six-mile rides with lots of things to do to the more challenging 45-, 50-mile rides with lots of hills and lots of uh, just hard hardship. <laughs> Every ride comes with a an accurate map, uh, ride log, places to stop, places to uh, you know, points of interest along the way. Uh, there is also a companion app, which is quite useful. Works with your Google Maps on your phone. Uh, so, where to bike Orange County? If you or someone you know is interested in riding Orange County, great place to ride. Uh, you can purchase the book. Um, at the REIs in our area, as well as Orange County, uh, and the, where have we seen it, uh, Barnes & Nobles, as well as local bike shops. And if you are interested in buying it online, go ahead and check out the homepage of Swoops World, and you will find a banner ad that will take you to Amazon.com, and it will be delivered right to your doorstep, no hassles, and uh, we'll earn a few pennies that way. So check it out. Where to bike, Orange County. Ba-boom. Oh, uh, you know that sound? It's time for sports with T-Bone's Time Out. <laughs> or as we say it here, it's T-Bone's Time Out. Disclaimer a lot more often after every A lot <laughs> more. A lot more. is one of my favorite non-words. That's apparently a word now. On the subject of that, kind of the converse, inverse, I don't know. Pluto was my favorite planet. It's no longer a planet. No longer a planet, so, man. Yeah, go figure. It's still I mean, a big, here's looking dog, Bill. My, my daughter's still upset about that. I bet, because she just learned them. <laughs> yeah. Pulled the rug right She's after eight, her. so yeah. yeah I, I had learned Pluto as a planet, like, a bajillion years ago. <laughs> she just learned it, and she's pissed off when they pulled the rug out from her. People like me who learned it, I'm not willing to learn anything new, so <laughs> it's still a plan. So you can make fun of all these newfangled <laughs> youngin' folks. So that's, that's the joy Back of, in my day! My day was a freaking planet. <laughs> <laughs> still is. <laughs> <laughs> Smartphones, Lil Wayne, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 
would say I could do without both, but I really like Little Wayne. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man! So sports, sports today is—it's uh, been a semi-eventful day. But I, before we dive into actual sports, I want to talk about—you uh, uh, know—a while back we had a good run where we were talking about lawyers and sports. Tonight I want to talk about doctors and sports. Because everybody wants their child to grow up to be someone who can ruin sports, whether it's a lawyer or a doctor. <laughs> and the lawyers have had their turn, and now the doctors are trying to have their turn. Because we all know it's been well publicized, the dangers of American football, concussions, and all of the bad things that can happen to you as a result of that. Well, now the American Sports Medicine Institute has come out and said that Baseball is a dangerous game <laughs> because when pitchers throw at a high velocity, they are putting themselves at greater risk of injuries that can put them, uh, that can make them have to have Tommy John surgery. Which leads me to believe that whoever follows up Bud Selig as the commissioner of Major League Baseball is going to outlaw pitching over 92 miles an hour <laughs> because it's for player safety. Here's my question. When you talk about the professional sports level, mm-hmm. you're talking about adults. Uh-huh. Grown-ups. Grown-ups. Voluntary. Absolutely. Not just voluntary, but well-compensated. Well <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, 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 we, we, we have gone as a society saying, hey, stay out of my bedroom, stay out of my life. I'm an adult. You have a right to make my own decision. Don't tell me what to do with my body. Blah, 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 blah. But if something bad happens, it's someone else's fault. <laughs> what the? Well, you know, you know the natural conclusion. You know where we're going to end up is pitchers aren't going to be allowed to pitch. We're going to have pitch, We're going to have pitching machines no, placed on the mound. And they're going to pitch. Oh, they can set the speed. Exactly. I, 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 I'm opting for T-ball. Because then anybody can play. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, because that's not that's boring. But I if you have a pitching machine hurling a ball out of some sort of speed, then that's a challenge of some sort. I think the that's future where is closer to Peter's vision than yours. <laughs> but I, I think it's more robo-ball than anything. You know? I think that all of the players are eventually going to be some sort of mechanical cyborgs. And, and you can bet on the cyborgs, and you can, like... Yeah, well, but that's, that's going to be bet, tricky, because they're all going to be programmed to have different levels of failure. It's like slot machines, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like slot like, machines. Yeah, they're all going to be programmed to pay out at different levels. Make sure you so, do it through DraftKings. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Please. For that, sure. That, that is the future, because humanity is definitely a thing of the... Uh, Soon to be future, recent past. <laughs> Wrap your mind around that one. Um, I mean, th- Steve said it way better earlier. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about your upcoming gigs, and oh, yeah. Anyway, um, beware the, the the fast the fast pitchers because it's it's bad for them. Um, I mean, honestly, anyone who ever pitched. Knows that your arm hurts like hell after you throw a, even a six inning game. It and sometimes it hurts for a couple days. Here's, yeah. the thing, here's the thing. I heard. Here's the thing. It hurts. It hurts, right? Yeah. You were a chef, right? I'm sure you got burned. I'm sure you got cut. I'm sure you were in your feet for long hours. Your back hurt. And there's, there's all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Just are, like the pitchers. <laughs> I didn't get to. I didn't get to cook every fifth day. <laughs> 
I showed up. And then it's say, hey, seven days a week. You already cooked 22 meals today. Yeah, yeah no, I'm done. We're, we're pulling you out. There were, there were no <laughs> meal counts. There were no meal counts. Oh, he's approaching 50. He's approaching 50. We're gonna, he's going to have to get somebody in the pen. No. See, here's my point. My point is, with every profession, there are dangers or things you have to accept as part of the, the part of the profession. Why are we? Uh, you're just pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the thing that's most frustrating about the fact that this is a headline in the first place is not the possible ramifications coming down the line. It's the fact that somebody thought they needed to commission a study on it. No shit. (laughs) Somebody that throws 101 miles an hour is probably doing more damage to all these moving parts than someone who throws 85. I couldn't imagine that. What about the guy who gets hit by that 100 mile an hour pitch? Which, after it leaves the bat, is moving at about 120. right. (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently... (laughs) What this we're gonna have, what we're gonna have to dangerous. do is we're gonna have a machine throwing through the strike zone, and then we're gonna have a pretend batter artificially or pretending to hit that ball, and then we're gonna project where that ball might go because we don't want to, God forbid, <laughs> actually have a ball moving at 120 miles an hour well, anywhere. Now, now the next step after that is you have to eliminate fans in the stands because apparently. <laughs> Occasionally, fans catch those balls. I've heard that. Yes. And sometimes they don't catch the ball. So and that's the real the problem. Exactly. <laughs> or they catch the ball with a baby in their hand. Right, right. It's all about the kids. It's it always kids. ends up about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> what about those broken bats? Those are dangerous, too. No more baseball. I know, it's a shame. I got to tell you, last week, towards the end of the show, I was on, I was on my computer. And I was just searching for bats. I was, was going to buy some new wooden bats. Maple ones. The ones that come off in huge, hard. huge chunks. <laughs> yeah. That, like puncture people's temples, you know? And I was, like the whole barrel will come off. Instead of instead of the the ash bats where it kind of yeah, splits splits. a bunch of pieces. Yeah. Splinters. These come into big, gnarly. Chunks. Dangerous chunks. Menacing looking shit. And they pretty much are moving at like mock speeds. Yeah. From what... You know, they tell me on when I'm watching TV occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that was moving at Mach 9, and it could have, like, this perforated is, somebody something. stories about new studies telling you that whatever is dangerous and evil. It, absolutely. Um, Everything's dangerous and evil. Every day. Watch, the, watch, watch the commercial. Do you have such and such? Take this. Oh, well, but here are all the side effects. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to know. <laughs> I miss the days when you could just take drugs without consequences. <laughs> Known consequences. Well, Disclaimer. Summer 69. <laughs> yeah, I guess I missed that one. <laughs> I think that's how it was conceived. Because I was born in 69. It <laughs> makes Larry. a lot of sense, Peter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> starting to think, things are starting to make it all stuff together. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really uh, it explains a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Uh, well, you know, aside from the American Sports Medicine Institute, whatever, uh, the, those folks and Bud Selig and whoever all else, there was actual baseball that was played today. And in the process of these games taking place and no one actually dying, to the best of my knowledge, uh, the Blue Jays won their ninth 
consecutive ball game. Uh, in the meantime, the San Francisco Giants won their second straight and seventh out of ten to uh, continue their hold on the best record at the moment in Major League Baseball. Uh, and that's, that's our summary of the American and National Leagues. Uh, just to give you an idea of who is on top of each division, the Blue Jays, of course, on top of the AL East. Detroit, uh, in a big disparity of games here. I don't know if they've had some rainouts or what, but Detroit is four games up on the White Sox in the Central. And the A's, a couple games up on the Angels here in AL West. The Braves, having run into the Red Sox at the wrong, wrong time, they, they got the Red Sox after, like, they lost ten in a row, and now the Red Sox yeah, have just decided to play baseball again. Because um, they were in last place for a while there. They were, yes. And now they are a game above the Rays. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Crazy. I mean, that was a big turnaround. In a, in a very short period. And, you know, that's what we – we <clears> talked <throat> a couple weeks ago about the AL East. I mean, that whole division is going to flip-flop from top oh. to bottom. A long. few times, it's, it's for gonna, sure. It's going to be a circus. Um, but I mean, arguably the the most exciting, just as far as that, mm-hmm. like the guy who's in last place right now could win the division, yeah, and yeah. I don't even know who that is. But no, no, that's no, 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 they won't. but they could. It probably won't be the Yankees. Something about ifs and buts. Because it's been a couple of years since they've done that. So, anyhow, point is, that that probably is the most exciting, as it's just a pure neutral uh, division. I would like to point out that last season we had two piss-poor teams. We had the Houston Astros, newly uh, jumping into the American League. Americanized. And, and we had, yeah, they were naturalized, <laughs> but not nationalized. They were Americanized. All right. Um, and then we had the Miami Marlins, formerly the Florida Marlins. This year, Houston is kind of doing pretty much the same. I think they're following the fortunes of NASA's budget. Somehow, <laughs> I'm not sure. But, uh, but the, the folks out in Florida should feel the same thing. And yet, Miami doing much better. They are, at the moment, 28 and 25. I think they've figured out uh, how to play in that quirky, weird ballpark that they built there. Or maybe the maybe the absence of Ozzy Guillen is doing something. I don't know. But uh, Ozzy Guillen, no, it's, no, 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 it's Ozzy. Who's uh, who's Ozzy used to do the uh, summer song? Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. Yeah. yeah. And the Cardinals, uh, they've had. It's hard to say that they've had struggles this season because they're still in second place, two and a half games back, and a substantial gap from them to the next two teams. But the Brewers have been playing. Exceptional baseball over there in the NL Central, and this is the thing: like when when we were kids, Steve, <laughs> he, he qualified. <laughs> when we were kids, the, the, Brewers, the Brewers were in the American League, and the Astros were in the National League. Granted, I think that was the case. Well, I don't know. The Brewers weren't actually a team yet when we were kids. <laughs> uh-huh. I think they were the Seattle Pilots at the time. <laughs> Washington Senators believe, or something like that. Senators are still around, yes. Duke Powell, I believe, was the player for the Senators back in the day. Um, Tuck McGraw, those guys are still playing. But yeah, Houston is just lost right now. 
Um, which is fine, because everything else in Texas is going swimmingly. Plus so. the good old days. They just so, want you to know. know that. Just, they can... <laughs> let me just say that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't argue with you. Yeah, I could. You can't, because you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would be arguing with you the way kids argue with me every single day. And then I would have to tell myself, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. Miley Cyrus is not music. <laughs> I have yet to have anyone take me up on that one. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the one way to really make me have an epic meltdown at work. You got me fucking kidding <laughs> <laughs> I might actually hit a kid. Uh, <laughs> in the West, the Giants at 34-19 with the best record in baseball. The Doyers, 29-24. Uh, Colorado. Oh, real quick. Yes. Real, the real quick. You know, when when, uh, when, you, when people make statements, what happens like? is everybody <laughs> jumps on that and does their homework and brings out all the videotape and such. So... A day or two ago, Don Mattingly said the league is the best right fielder in all of baseball. So the day after that, I'm watching ESPN, and they pretty much they show all the time why the... he's not the best right fielder in all of baseball. Because, <laughs> you know, and they said, they said, you know what? Does he have the talent? Yes. But here's the problem. Here's where he dives for a ball that he should have never tried to get to, and it rolls past him. Here's where he throws to second base when he should have thrown to home play. Here's where – and he just I – mean, He does that a lot. And he's got 15 no, more – no. he's like he's, – he, he's got the most errors for anybody in the outfield uh, by, by, I think, like five, four or five or something like that. True, but I, I think he also has the most putouts for any right fielder. They say he's got. So I mean, he's, he's batting and he's batting. And his batting is just yeah, off, the off the charts. So, yeah. but it was funny because the thing when is, you, you make gotta, a statement like that. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be really careful. You gotta qualify. Yeah. In the last three months. Yeah. Or in the last two months or in whatever. In my opinion. In my opinion, <laughs> in this season, yeah. like you gotta be really careful. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh my oh, god, he god. just. He just opened himself up. What you did? We had this big revelation as a nation that uh, TV changed politics when when debates started to happen on television. Yeah, all all of a sudden it mattered what you looked like more than what you said. But then the internet changed TV in such a way that what you say suddenly matters so much more now that it's like, holy crap! Can a guy just Say a few lines well, off the cuff. Off the cuff, <laughs> yeah. And, and That's Yogi the problem. Yogi Bear and uh, oh my god, and Casey Stingle, whatever. They, they would be big oh, those guys. Stuff. They yeah. would have been. They would have gotten the Donald <laughs> Sterling treatment, man. Because <laughs> like, because for all the lovable weird things that they said, you know, they said an awful lot of fucked up things too <laughs> over the course of their sure. careers. Like, and it was just all oh, well. Hey, yeah, that's. That's what Yogi will say from time to time. Well, even just he's an old fire. Even just talking about like stats, like it would take you back in the day. You'd be like weeks, weeks, weeks. Well, he's the best hitter in the last four months. (laughs) Well, like. Like, in five know. seconds, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Back then, it was like five. I'm going to need a lot of ticker tape. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, huh, and then there's this team, and then. Were you, was he saying National League, American League? Oh, you know. Where like, were you? Where were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, so, like, that, that would have been a whole. Now, now you can, you got to be a lot, lot more careful about that. 
No. I don't think you should be more careful. I think people should be less careful, honestly, about what they say. I think this whole, oh, this whole gotcha thing, you know, like, oh, you said this and that was wrong. That's bullshit, man. Like, really. Well, I, you know, in, in theory, I agree with you. But what happens is, is I mean, you can't people, do that. People should avoid anything. absolutes for the most part. But really, like, lighten up, folks. How many people? Are, I'm going to say at least stories, three more stupid many, things before this episode <laughs> is over. How many stories have we heard when somebody has heard something, had a thought, tweeted it out, and 20 minutes later, deleted the tweet, but there's a million screenshots of it already, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're, it's it's done, right? Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Swoops World, or on Twitter at Swoops World. Shameless! <laughs> shameless, hey, a plug, shameless plug. Man. We Sorry, I couldn't think of something more creative. Yeah, we put a lot of thought into that one. Well, my Twitter is at deleted. I quit that There's a whole lot of those, actually. The first time it got hacked, I was like, well, you know, there's still a use for this thing. The second time it got hacked, I was just like, I haven't used this since the last time it got hacked. Could have just changed your password. I did. <laughs> I did. And it got, it got yeah, again. man. Because you don't use it now. <laughs> must be. It's that Either egg, way. It's that egg you use. It was a clue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, oh, a lot of selfie. No, 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 dude. We, we do it oh, all that's now. a big ass screen. What is that? that is a Samsung? Ginormous. <laughs> You gotta get yourself in there, man. It's a good looking phone. Your arm's short. Yeah, short arm. I'm trying to see if they'll pay us. I'm trying to see if they'll pay us. There we go. Oh, there it is. Kapow. Yeah. That's Woof World. Dot com. I gotta do our. I gotta do our. I just derailed your whole. That's fine. Gotta get our Instagram thing going on. I forgot. Well, you know. Major League Baseball, there's months of that left. So, I mean, we will see months whether or not Yasiel Puig is the best out. Well, we did have our first uh, uh, no-hitter yes. from a guy which... Oh, my gosh! The only reason yeah. I bring it up is because it's a guy that nobody... Like, if you had said, who on the Dodgers staff... Like, who in Major League Baseball is going to throw a no-hitter? But they almost, bro- they almost had this outstanding record because the next guy, the next very next guy, uh, Ryu. eight innings into yeah. a, a perfect game. Perfect game. But yeah. but still, and that was amazing, too. But if I mean, just If you would have told me a week ago that Josh Beckett was even active on the Dodgers roster, I would have been like, right, huh. I hope he gets through the fourth inning. Or, yeah, you know, it's like... Well, Josh Beckett makes disagree with you. <laughs> well, he would, but... And he he did have his, his day in the sun where he was like, he won a Cy Young. Yeah, he's got a World He Series has thing. been. However, two series, yeah. One with the Marlins and one with the Red Sox. That's right. So you got to give him credit there. And, and he's won a Cy Young. But he's a guy who who's come off a horrible injury... Type thing, whatever that was, that was crazy, and nobody like the Dodgers got him because he was just like, dude, take his salary. If you take his salary and everything else, we'll give you Adrian Gonzalez. And and when when the Dodgers signed Josh Beckett, I thought the same thing of when they signed Kevin Brown back in the late Mm nineties. It's like, okay, great, we got this all star 
awesome player, at least he was at one point in time in his career. We're going <laughs> to give him a shit ton of money, and he's injured. Uh, oh, okay. That's just, you know, that's basically kind of what I thought as soon as we yeah. got Josh Beckett, even though it was kind of like, you know, past his prime a little bit. It's like, yeah, the namesake is still kind of cool. It's like getting Marlon Brando in, like, the 80s, 90s or something. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it's like, okay, cool. But, I mean, like, I, I was as blown away as anybody else here. Yeah. Like, Josh Beckett throwing a no-hitter, like, 10 years after the he first won the first no-hitter of the, of the year. Yeah. And yeah, that was. I mean, I, I I don't know what Vegas has got odds on this I, or not, but I guarantee you, this guy one, like the money's all on the field on that. Yeah, I mean, how, for sure. How can you pick a guy that's going to throw the? Because the last several years, yeah. it's been uh, who's the kid from Modesto that threw it for the A's two years ago on Mother's Day? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Either way, that was interesting. It was definitely interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I, I applaud the guy just just because, I mean, he came back from – I mean, he hadn't pitched. He pitched last year into April or May and then had the whole injury and remove a rib sort of crap and then – as, Is that so he can fillet himself? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about. Who brought that up? I just know that it was a uh, weird-ass... No, no, Manson rumors? It was a weird-ass injury. It was a weird-ass injury. And then, just when he was healthy, he slams his own finger or thumb in uh, a door. And We've all been there. Yeah. When we're all drunk. And we've all been there, and we've done that, right? So it's like, well, okay. Yeah. And so, okay, so he screwed himself again. So for this guy to come out and throw a no-hitter was I just okay. – forget about where, who, or what. He just – just did that was amazing. So good for him. Yeah. It was, it was definitely unusual. Very much so. Out of totally left field. So that's my contribution to T-Bone's timeout. F and A, Bob. <laughs> F and A. <laughs> I, I just did that, yes. Well, you know, we Were talked, you paying attention? We I was talked. paying attention. I'm, like, I'm Instagramming, I'm paying attention. Uh-huh. So I'm multitasking because I can... Oh, I know how good you are. You, I know. I've been hanging out with you for a while. I know how good you are at multitasking. <laughs> well, we, we I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I detect a little sarcasm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, last week we talked about the uh, NCAA baseball season as the regular season was winding. I saw they made it and going into the field of '64. And uh, the big news here in the local vicinity is that the Dirtbags making their first trip back to the yeah. tournament in several years. Long Beach State getting a number two seed. Granted, that's not two like out of sixteen. That's two out of four. Because they they seed on these little four team regional right. tournaments, but Long Beach State in the Gainesville Regional, where Florida the Gators are the number one seed, Long Beach is number two. Will play North Carolina first, right? And then they would play. If they win, they would play the winner of Florida and College of Charleston. If they lose, they would play the loser of that. Hey, what? That how's the setup? Is it single elimination? They playing three out of four? What's these, the deal? These regional tournaments are double elimination. Okay. And then they go into super regional tournaments, which are best of three. Okay. So there are, there are 16 
four-team regionals, and those are all little double elimination tournaments. It seems like this make, they're making the, this more complicated the than it to be. Is, <laughs> but, I mean, it would really be a disservice to the whole sport to do baseball the way they do basketball, where it's just single elimination right. straight through. Right. Um, and so they do it this way to – because baseball is more of a coin toss than – most other sports so they want to make sure that better teams win more often than not that's the motivation for the for the double elimination in the regional tournament and then the best of three in the super regional and then if you win your super regional if you win the best of three in that then you're in omaha for the college world series where again it's two four team actually no they've changed it this year to where it's one eight team double elimination tournament but when you get to the championship game, it's even if you come from the losers bracket, it's now a best of three championship series. So it's really a weird bastardized version of any sort of fair tournament bracket you've ever seen. Right. Um, but Long Beach State is in it, and that's all that matters. The Dirtbags play North Carolina on Friday, maybe. I don't know. It's not actually a count website but that's okay uh san diego state made the tournament as well they're gonna be playing against mississippi state down in lafayette louisiana lafayette beautiful place um cal state fullerton the number three seed in the stillwater regional that's in oklahoma for you guys who are i know where that's i know know you do Uh, (laughs) but cal state fullerton will be playing the number two seed nebraska cornhuskers in that one um tournament is you can watch a lot of the games online um, that's kind of the fun part about it it's not quite as easy to watch the games as it is for basketball but um, once they get to Omaha things get really interesting um, and when is the finals when do they take place uh, let's see here uh, I, I can't tell you <laughs> 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 That's going to take way too many clicks and page loads. <laughs> We're putting a lot of tax on this uh, on this network right now. So. Gotcha. Uh, I would say that it is probably the Super re- This weekend are regionals, so the Super Regional should be next weekend. So the actual College World Series will probably start on like the Thursday after that. So uh, like the 13th, or the 12th or 13th of June. Okay. Probably when Omaha will get going, and it will be a rip roaring good time from from now until then. Uh, Omaha actually got a little warm up this year because they hosted the Big Ten baseball tournament, and Nebraska actually went all the way to the championship game of that. So the stadium was most of the way full for a conference championship tournament, which is kind of un- unusual. But there's not much else to do in Nebraska in May. So spring football's over. Fall football is months from now. <laughs> the harvest is never to be have seen. Foot, football on the horizon. Yes, we do. The World Cup, the Copa Mundial. Well, what are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on? Uh, are you talking about Landon Donovan? Kling, 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 Klinghoffer, whatever his name is. Jurgen Klinsmann. Klinsmann. Uh, Klinghoffer is the guy who was uh, tossed off a, a ship right off a tourist ship. Guy in a wheelchair. He was a fun. Seriously, 
I, b- I believe you. I just got no reference. Yeah, he, was, he, was a, he was on a cruise. I think his name was Clay Hunter. And, uh, and uh, I don't think the cruise hijacked terrorists took over or something. And they threw him overboard. Anyway, but anyway, uh, Clint, what's his name? Clint's, Clint's, Clinsman. Clinsman. Leaving uh, Landon Donovan. Uh, it was the all-time uh, U.S. scorer, right? Off the, uh, off the roster. Yeah. But that's like being... Who's playing good ball? He's playing in Europa, I believe. Maybe. I don't know. The thing about him is that uh, Donovan, if I remember correctly, is is he's only thirty two. So he's he's a little older, but he's not way older. It's not like he's thirty six. No, but he's got a seriously receding hairline. He does. He does. He does. I will totally admit that. However, uh, I do think that if you look at his. His play is international play. Well, we saw that graph. Right. Uh, and that's what I'm referencing. Uh, his play, his international play in the last year, he scored more goals and had more assists than in the previous year. Now, I don't know where the graph came from, so I can't verify, you know, maybe somebody's making shit up here. Uh, point is... It looks like he's he's playing near form or even above form. It sounds like he this guy is like on it, and it sounds like that he got basically booted because he was he was uh, he just didn't get along. He didn't get along with the coach, with the and coach. that's what it sounded like. Well, that happens like. a lot. I mean, and that happens a lot. And you know, people don't get along with the coach, and I understand that. But the thing is, is when you're representing them, is you think they kind of put that sh- shit aside when it comes to representing the, the would nation? Think. I can well, see that getting cut off. But a team. since Klinsman yes. isn't an American, <laughs> yeah. he may not feel the same sort of obligations. <laughs> that I don't know. I don't know uh, for sure because. You know, I mean, uh, Donovan did take – he took like three months off or whatever it was early in the uh, the season. That's never going to play well. I mean, like, oh, i got to take a sabbatical. You know, that's it, what professors those, do. Those that's not hard. what soccer players or yeah, football but, players yeah. or baseball players those do. Those moves are hard to pull off when you're trying to impress a new boss. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no for matter sure. what your line of work is. <laughs> but that that being said, Unless you're able to, uh, that. the time when he came back, he seemed to be stellar. And I mean, it depends on, I guess, who, who who you're comparing him to. If you compare yes. him to the other Americans, he's stellar. If you compare him to what the Europeans do, he he was he's okay, right? And I think that's the first of all, Klinsman is a German dude who spent a good chunk of his last. 20 years coaching in Germany and Egypt, I believe. <laughs> Sounds right. Oddly enough. And, uh, but he lives in Huntington Beach. Hey, man, who, who wouldn't? Right? <laughs> the guy's hey, making hey, some hey, coin. A German in Huntington Beach? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Well, you know, the waves are about this high. <laughs> and not surprisingly, his wife is born. No. Yeah, I told you I had three left in me. <laughs> hey, Peter, I'm going 
give I'm gonna give Steve and T Bone a pass on the Klinghoffer reference, but not you, man. Because, uh, I didn't say Klinghoffer. No, 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 no. You right. said you didn't, you didn't know what I was referencing, but Leon Klinghoffer, uh, September Uh-oh. 1916 to October 1985, was a disabled American appliance manufacturer who was murdered <laughs> and thrown overboard. What the, the Palestinian terrorist and the hijacking of the cruise ship, the Achille Laurel. Oh, okay. I do remember the Achille Laurel, but uh, I can't, right. honestly don't right. know any names. I'm just I, saying. I was one. I know. That's why I'm giving so, you yeah. a pass. I'm giving you a pass. Thank you. Yeah, and you weren't, uh, yeah. You were less than one. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think the important thing, I, I'm honestly, clearly all of the people on that team, including the coaches, are way more knowledgeable about soccer than I am. Football, I'm sorry. You know, trying, to, trying to get in the know. But uh, I, I think the message from from uh, headman Klinsman here is that this year's team, this year's group for the United States is not really a contender, and this is sort of this is a this is a shake it up and rebuild year. If they get to the round of eight, I will be very surprised. Oh my God, it would be a miracle. Yeah, I, they, for sure. Because I mean, a, Ghana Portugal. the last two times has been just kind of a yeah. pain in their ass. And then Portugal and Germany. And Germany, yeah. Germany so, made it to the semifinals. Portugal so made it I, to the I semifinals. I think that this move is not so much an indictment of Landon Donovan's play as it is we need to get all these young bucks, the, all the experience on this stage they can because we're not going anywhere this, this time. And Klinsman's... Anyway. And if they uh, do, then holy hell, he just made right. himself the most marketable. And his, his, uh, his contract, if I remember reading correctly... Uh, Run through 2018. So a lot of good that Clinchman. does, though, because this will be the third. I mean, they can fire him tomorrow. The yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not even so. get out of their bracket. Oh, no, absolutely. So, That's what we're saying. So, so he, he really just screwed himself, unless he. Or he's thinking. Towards the next World yeah. Cup, I think that's the because he thing, is contracted the through the next World really Cup. We know how those contracts work. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's made a tactical mistake. Personally, I personally think you put your best team on the field. And you got to put that bullshit. Aside. I can't see how. I mean, I don't know. I Unless mean, it, if he's uncoachable, right? That's one thing. Right, and I, and and Donovan has had his moments. Where he has oh, he been, kind of, he was kind of a dick when, uh, yeah. when, when uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Spice Girls, uh, uh, Beckham. Beckham, yeah, Beckham, yeah. Right. He has definitely had his moments yeah, where he, he is uncoachable. So maybe that's what happened here. And he's like, dude, we're not going to win if you're on the team. And maybe that's the case. I don't know. I didn't watch. I didn't eyeball it. I don't know. But uh, that all that being said is, presumably, you want to get to 2018. <laughs> And you need to put on your best team to face two of the best top ten, right? Germany, I think, is ranked third, and Portugal's ranked seventh or eighth or something like that. So you got to beat two teams that are ranked in the top ten, and a team that's out-athleted them the last two World Cups. Right. Like Ghana has made Ghana the US right look right. slow and, and so silly, you, you got to think. Even though the U.S. has managed to get ahead on one of them. I mean. And I'm an outsider. We all are. But I got to think that Donovan helps that and not. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not, though. Maybe the guy was a dick. Maybe he would just didn't maybe show up. Maybe right? his wife. I mean, and honestly, yeah. it makes as much sense as anything else. It totally and then, as Al Pacino said in he. Fuck my, wife, fuck my wife, but you can't watch my fucking TV. <laughs> right. And you put him out on the field, let him play. Right. 
right? So, I don't know. It does seem odd. Unless Donovan was just totally fat and out of shape, but everything but seems to indicate that he wasn't. Fan, but I think he belongs on the team. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm with you. I agree. I agree. And I, I got to believe that if you're – goal is to be the long-term coach of the American team. If he's not on your team, if he's on your team and you fuck and the team tanks, do you say, Donovan screwed up? (laughs) But if Donovan's not on the team and you don't advance, um, oh yeah, that's me. (laughs) Twitter is going to go nuts. All all of these, uh, I think he made a mistake. Super enlightened Eurocentric soccer fans that that think that you know. Well, never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. There's two. So you know, uh, I've already gone there. Um, but there, if that is the case, then they will tear him to shreds. Right. And I, I, I guess the point here is that. The U.S. men's team was kind of screwed either way. This they time. were. Oh, yeah. They, they got the they bad got, draw they, for sure. They're going to need they're, a lot of happy bounces. Germany, Portugal, and Ghana. And they got to win two out of three. And honestly, the last this will be the third straight where I'm pulling for my native Ghana. So. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> you think you think I'm full of it? I speak. You got some truth. records. I just have like one more thing to cover, and then you can cut me off. So we don't even need to take a break until I'm done here. Um, you know the the Pacers pulled out a victory today. I, I had this thought. Yeah. I had this thought a couple days ago when all of a sudden three of the four winter sports conference final series were at three games to one. I thought at least one of these teams that's down three to one is going to win. That being Montreal down three to one to New York, uh, Indiana down three one to Miami, and Chicago down three one to the Kings. All three of those teams that were down three to one won game five. So all three of those series are now three to two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Save your qualifications. I'm almost there. All right, get to it. All I really wanted to say here is that the Kings went into Chicago today and they were down three to they were down three to one partway through the second period. And they scored three straight goals to go up four three and then gave up an early goal in the third to tie it up at four game four to four. And it took a good chunk of a second overtime for Chicago to win five to four at home wow. to save themselves from elimination. Uh, so the Kings will actually have game six. And crap, I'm failing on the when when games are going. Where's Dave? It's going to be. Where's in your sh- fact checking uh, ass, Dave? <laughs> uh, it's going to be in Chicago, right? The next no, game's in no, Chicago. The NHL does two two one one one. Ah, okay. So game okay. six is in L.A. Right. So it's probably either Friday or Saturday. And, you know, you can hedge that to Saturday or Sunday, depending. I'm going to call that two and a half. Don't the Kings do better on the road, too, maybe? 
They did the last time they well, when they won the Stanley Cup two years ago. They dominated on the road and played so-so at home. This time, it's been a more of a mixed bag. Um, but they will. I mean, game four, they games three and four. They were kind of well. Game three, they they lost at home, but game four they were savage. It was an ass beating. So I don't know. They they've scored a lot more goals in this series than I think most people who've watched the Kings play this season would have expected. Um, Including the Kings. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they've been they've been that ridiculously physical, relentless team that just beats teams in a submission, but they don't score five goals a game. They scored at least four in every game in this series, and I think this was their no, they, this was their fourth straight game for scoring four goals. I'm sorry. So they didn't score four in game one. But they have been very productive from an offensive standpoint where most of the time they really haven't been. So uh, I... It's a better series today, tonight, at this point in time than it was, you know, before the game started. So we got Game Six back in LA, chance for you know some some LA fans to light some cars on fire and you know, <laughs> flip over yeah, cop what is cars. It, what is that? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's some nonsense, man. It happens one time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever hear of this show, Blue Mountain State? No. It's. <laughs> Tell me it's better than Portlandia, please. Oh, it's so much better than Portlandia. Yeah, for, oh, my God. You have Netflix right now or no? Yeah. Okay. Blue Mountain State. Just just search for it. It's, it's about a uh, fictional college football team that's been very successful throughout the years. And it's about a... It sounds a, like community. It's, it's like community about big-time college football. Uh, but there's a lot more tits and drugs and booze. It's, it's, it just surpassed Community by far. It's <laughs> it's funny like Community, but so much. I mean, it's it's rad. Uh, but there's an episode where they win like their last game of the regular season to have an undefeated regular season, and a riot breaks out, and it's just <laughs> why are they rioting? We won. <laughs> This is what I think every time that any team wins a championship and their fans start lighting couches on fire and all, <laughs> yeah. that, all that other shit. So. You're like, this is pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you guys not understand how this works? <laughs> but the, the Rangers and Montreal play game six. Uh, that would be tomorrow, actually. Game seven. I mean, game six for the other ones. Uh, you'll have to look up yourself. I just can't, I just can't do it. Don't have the power. <laughs> but it's been a very fun week in sports. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys about it again next week. But until then, I need another beer. There you have it. Another edition of T-Bones. I'm out. things up let's uh, let's listen to another one from steve delamater and how about uh one of our favorites where to go where to go where to go there it is right there little miss monkey feet live from the in studio right here at swoops world all right, all right here song called little miss monkey feet
just doing a jig Out when the moon's so stupid big Just to dance with you would be quite a treat What's up, world? I'm Porter. And I'm Kaysen. And we're Project Rehab. And you're listening to Soup World. Faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Rebecca Romaine. As a former model, I used to walk runways all over the world. Paris, Milan, New York. This is Salif Diara. As a local health worker, he walks the pathways of his village in Mali, West Africa, every day to help treat severely ill children. Like many children in the developing world, those in Salif's village are threatened by common illnesses that kill millions worldwide. But unlike villages without a local health worker, the children in Salif's village get the care they need to survive. And even though you can't walk in his shoes, you can help him with his work. Help one, save many. See where the good goes at goodgoes.org and find out all the ways you can help get the good where it needs to go. 
Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Hello, this is Lady Vijayjay, and you're listening to Swoops World Radio. Welcome back to Swoops World on the Talk Story Radio Network. Man, we're winding things down. We uh, got quite a crazy night. We had Steve Delabater, who's still hanging with us, which gives him mad props. Uh, and, uh, of course, we had uh, our Brewski's beer tasting. Uh, t- Tom O'Keefe brought that in, actually. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we had uh, AD calling in. We had uh, Angela Madsen and Tara Rimmey. Calling in from the middle of the ocean. Absolutely. You got to give him props on that. That's mad props for that, man. That's awesome. That's some crazy shit there. For sure. And they're, uh, they're still out there rolling. Well, because they don't have a choice. <laughs> At this point, they don't have a choice. I don't think you guys were listening. They weren't actually rowing at the time. They well, they weren't. Were yeah. But when, uh, when Tebow and I were there, we're which like, is horrible. Like, I mean, that's I'm just horrible. Her, Can you imagine? Where, where's that motor at? Where's that sail at? <laughs> Where's all the things that make this go? Yeah, where's all the propulsion equipment? Uh, no, no, none of it there, man. So uh, we want to thank them totally for, for calling in and, you know, spending some time with us here at Swoops World. It's, it's great. And uh, hopefully they'll check in again. It sounds like they might check in again next week. So we will uh, we'll look forward well, to it. Well, you know, it's just got two people out there. You might get bored. <laughs> I didn't, I'm just Audible.com, baby. I think Audible.com. Next, next week or the next time they call in, we might have to just open it up and say, This is your time. This is the airing of the grievances. <laughs> we're going to be like a. Then we take it off the air. We're going to be like a therapist. <laughs> but then we take it off the air right then. So we didn't say anything. <laughs> hey, I'm going to put this in your purview because I, I, I can't seem to, to uh, traverse this uh, minefield real well. The All Blacks, can you uh, can you do the research on that? Because I get confused. She, she even gave you a hint, man. They're playing England for the next three weeks. Uh, yeah, I got that part, but I, I can never find the scores. And they, and they show like a final, but it's zero zero. And I'm, how's that a final in rugby? I, I don't understand. I don't know. So I'll let you do that. I'm stealing a lawnmower outside. Something about small blacks. <laughs> Is that an oxymoron? <laughs> Jumbo shrimp. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we want to thank we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, those of you who tuned in on all the uh, Swoops World apps, the uh, the iPhone and the Android devices, as well as TalkStream Live, TuneIn dot com. Uh, all the ways you can listen to us, we uh, we truly appreciate that. We are going to take our last quick break, only because we're going to give uh, Steve a chance to come back in uh, and holla at y'all. And uh, what do you want to listen to? What's guys? Steve doing right now? Uh, I think he went to the little body's room. Oh, okay. Room, okay. How about uh, who do you want to listen to, real quick? Swatting the lilies. Uh, little Channel 3? Sure, okay. All right, Blue Christmas. What a Peter <laughs>
about you Decorations in red on a green Christmas tree studio with us brother and uh people just get a chance check him out uh steve delamater music uh uh, facebook.com forward slash steve delamater music or steve delamater.com and he's also on soundcloud and if you forget all of that just go to the swoops world homepage there and where you see steve delamater on swoops world late night there's a link to uh his uh soundcloud page i believe there and that should get you everywhere you need to be any last words for our listeners, brother? You have some very strong hands, Swoop. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get a chance to shake this man's hand, you get a chance. It is, it's an intimidating experience. <laughs> Thanks for having me down here. Absolutely, man. absolutely, brother. Always a good time. Uh, Peter, any last words, man? No, man. Get out there and r- ride a bike. Get on your bike and ride. Uh, <laughs> T-Bone. Fat bottom girls, you make the rockin' world go round. You make the, the rockin' world go round. <laughs> Hey, dream as if you live forever, live as if you die today. That's it for us tonight, folks. See you next week. Our guest next week will be the Black Marquee. There's a band that will be joining us in the studio. Good night, all. The views Good and night. opinions Peace. expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors.